The Esoteric Order of Role Players present Neon Masquerade, a Vampire the Masquerade duet chronicle featuring David Larkins and Desiree Valdez. Now the vampires walking through the valley move west down venture I could so start was, it with Hollywood. What was your question? Oh, my question was, um, you're not going to start this like one year after no. the events from the last session, which I remember vividly. Nor am I going to start us off in 2015. Like, no. no. In fact, we left off on a cliffhanger, which I had to go back and listen to where we left off, and I was wondering if you I do remember. remember the same. I do remember previously on Vampire. Yeah. Um... And vampire girls. We gotta think of vampire girls. No, I think we have to figure out a good. What's the name of this? Neon Masquerade. Yes. Previously on Vampire Neon Masquerade. Oh, very good. I'm thinking. I was left with this zine. Yeah. Which is still around here somewhere. And kind of oh, there it is. Oh, where is it? There it is. Floating around. Oh, good. Which I've had no time to read. Mm, which cheers. I think I'm going with Aaron's thing. Because my career is more important than some movement here. Well, we're also going to be picking up immediately where we left off. So right. that also... That helps. Makes sense, yeah. So in terms of what I've... In terms of what I've been learning, like... Um, what I remember mm-hmm. from the situation is... I remember that... Um, I got called in. I was interviewed by a shadow... And, uh, yes. What's his name? Marcel, Marcel. Uh, no, not Marcel. (laughs) Marcel Marceau interviewed you (laughs) and it was quite interesting. No, it was the, the, uh, vampire, um, heavyweight that is in Los Angeles. (laughs) The heavy. The heavy. He with the Beverly Hills mansion. Yes. Uh, Louis Fortier. I didn't want to say Louis because I thought, I'm like, I'm thinking about interview with the vampire. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe he's a little homage to that, eh? No, because Louis is like a little wussy baby who complains about being a vampire the whole time, which is a good, you know, literary device if you're writing about vampires, a vampire being like, this is all new to me and I don't get it. I hate my life, etc. He's just, but then when you see it on film, he's just a whiny Brad Pitt baby, which again, the casting on that is questionable. Oh my God. So that said, here we go. That said, yeah, I remember that we I got called in, was interviewed, was told to basically spy by <laughs> a vampire. I was, yeah, and told to spy, yeah, told to spy on Karen, which mm-hmm. I felt very ambiguous about doing because I felt like they were punishing her needlessly. Yes, you felt like she was an innocent victim in this. Yeah, and they were like larger... punishing her for not knowing how to be a vampire when nobody's ever reached out to her and been like, "Stop doing that." Nobody handed her a you're pamphlet re- and said, no. "So now you're a vampire." You know, I'm lucky. I'm a privileged vampire. You are I'm a privileged white vampire. Oh my god! So I check base... your privilege. I'm ch- <laughs> check my white vampire privilege. But the reason I remember all this is because like, when I was driving up, I was um, for work. I was driving up to Dulce, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Which, if you look up out, look up Dulce on the map, you'll mm-hmm. find that it's actually like in the middle of nowhere. No, it's actually <laughs> um, a viable town. Mm. Um, the, oh, the the Apache tribe part of they share that area too. Yeah, and oh, that's it's, the one that, 30, that has the like, secret tunnels under it. Yes. Yeah. And Dulce also has, it's like 30 minutes from Colorado. So uh-huh. basically for my work day, I drive up two and a half hours just on this one particular day. Yes. 
And then I drive up two and a half hours. I drive back two and a half hours back to Santa Fe. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's like a five hour. <laughs> it's a five hours where I'm driving. So I had time to listen to our recording. Oh, so plus gotcha. that drive was so intense anyway, because we had all the snow and it had, it was still pretty, it was pretty much melted up until Abiquiu. And then, mm. um, it was pretty much all white up in Dulce, like completely everything was covered in snow. Well, so, just a heads up to our listeners, since I'm doing this right now, if you do Google Dulce, New Mexico, be ready to uncork a whole bottle ooh. full of conspiracy theory yes. wackiness. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Supposedly there's a whole alien base underneath. Duh. Oh, and a really gross picture oh. of a rotting cow. Oh, no. And a bunch of flies coming out well, of here's, penis. Well, here's All the right. deal. The thing with Dulce is that it is. It's an agricultural yeah. town. It's mm -hmm. it's very farm. It's very it's very rural. Mm -hmm. Like, the kids wear, like, freaking cowboy boots and stuff. Right, right. To high school. <laughs> and Unselfconsciously and unironically. They do. You know. I mean, it's, it's part of their... It's a way of life. So, I say all that to say that that's very far removed from... The urban valley landscape of Los Angeles. That's right. Way to bring it home. And All right. um, and so it was very. It was like transporting me because mm, during that drive, I really do have to kind of like dissociate because it's a very long drive. Yes. And it's very monotonous. Yeah. And I mean, it's beautiful. Sure. But it can get a little monotonous. So, mm. um, but anyone who has a chance to travel to Dulce from Santa Fe, take it because it's one of the best drives. Year round, aside from the iciness, it's one of the best ways to see the state. But cool. for Los Angeles, yes, driving two and a half hours out of LA. Well, depends on which direction you go. I mean, could you're... end you up in the ocean. Yeah, could you end could... you up in the high desert. Mm -hmm. Could end you up in um, San Diego ish. Well, I was going to say further. yet more urban landscape. Yeah, right. If you go south. Mm -hmm. And if you go north, you kind of just end up in the Central Valley, I guess. Yeah. Or I the coast. Yeah. Depending on which way you go. True. So I think at this point, I mean, in terms of like where Aaron is geographically, mm. that's where he is geographically. Mentally, he is like really thinking like, I don't want to be, this isn't the kind of vampire I want to be. <laughs> like all the things that he's seen so far, he has not been impressed be with. Be the best vampire you can be. It's very American, but... It is. But well, and that's where we left off is that you basically left 48's mansion. They somehow I, I didn't go back far enough to remember what. Well, I'll remember what. Somehow you were basically uh, had no clothing. <laughs> I had no clothes. Wait, wait, wait! I had no clothes because I was in a hot tub of horse's blood. That's but right. Then, but then, that's right. But then, and then you ran away. Then, no, but I then ran the away. the gold farbs and... gave you like some loner clothes. Yeah, you had like yeah. a Maui. Yeah. Maui surf t-shirt yeah, or something yeah, yeah. And, and like, like t, t, t and c surf or whatever yeah. and then Maui and then but then i got like this super nice suit they gave you a really nice like armani suit and, like Seriously, alligator perf. leather uh loafers so you're like a total yuppie you look like a total yuppie right now yeah I look and great. so then you went back to a I taste of amazing. la I went look back amazing. to the, uh, yeah. the coffee shop vampire yes. coffee shop and when we say coffee we mean blood and uh and there were all these vampires there well it had kind of cleared out but you saw this guy crispus who you had kind of talked with earlier yeah and then he was just and i said i'm gonna need your help and that's where we left off and we left off there all right so, so before, before we get into it properly <laughs> though since we've already alienated two of the <laughs> listeners since, since yeah half the listeners have already turned it off because we're just talking shit no we're uh, talking about new mexico which i think true. is endlessly fast i don't yeah. think there's enough podcasts about new mexico this isn't really a podcast but 
I think there should be more. There should be podcasts. There probably are podcasts about New Mexico, so there should be. There should be. But anyway, I hope to write some Call of Cthulhu material set in New Mexico as well. Here we are. So what I was saying, I think what I was saying, is that we left off with you talking to Crispus. Mm-hmm. Saying, I need your help. And so we're going we're gonna to jump right back in at that moment. But first of all, hmm. we have to... Power up. Have to power up. I realized Level I've been, I've been uh, remiss in my storyteller uh, what duties. What the hell? You had one job. Yeah. Be a storyteller. Tell stories. Weave chronicles. <laughs> I think I'm doing a pretty damn good job. I don't think so. I'm doing oh, all the work. God damn it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what the listener at home doesn't know is Desiree writes all the adventures and gives them to me to run for her. <laughs> nope. <laughs> God, can you imagine that? Oh, Jesus. All right. You know, I'm sure that just in terms of like dysfunctional gaming groups, I'm sure that has happened in the past at some point. What do you mean? Like somebody's like, <laughs> we all this. got together and wrote this and you're going to run it for us. Oh. Okay. <laughs> all right. So anyway, yeah, I've been remiss in handing out. Yeah, I noticed that, uh, but I think it's just because we're so engrossed in the narrative. That's right. It's We're just such hardcore role players that we don't care about... <laughs> I don't care about don't leveling care about up. Mechanics. I know that my I'm, it's funny because I have to admit that I'm not a very good player in that sense, and um, I also feel like oh, in terms of trying to milk every point, I don't do that. But you know. as I like, it's like it's like this organic thing for me. So like when I'm talking about my character, like. I realize that certain things are pretty low, even mm-hmm. though they should be probably higher. Mm-hmm. So I view these things more organically than, than um, I don't know, what's the opposite of organic? Optimalized. Is Artificial. That a, is that a real word? No, Optimalized? It, no, it is not a real that word. That is the worst. That's horrible. Well, it's probably a real word, real word in corporate world. No. So that said... <laughs> Op- optimized is the. Um, I guess just for. augmented in an artificial way. Right. When I feel like it's more organic, and but nobody's mm-hmm. listening to listen to my gaming philosophy. You, so <laughs> your strange fractured take on <laughs> and rambling gaming. about my road trips during for my job. <laughs> All right. Lord Almighty. So All right. That's a so rough to a great start. We are so experience points. Yes. So this game uses experience points, um, and basically. Uh, at the end of each chapter, mm-hmm. right of this chronicle, I'm supposed to hand hand out experience points to you. Uh, you get one point automatically. Oh, goody! One whole point. Yes, Thank you, you master. Then you get, what, and then I'm supposed to ask you what you what your character learned in the course of the night's <laughs> events. What have you learned? And you get one point for that if you can answer satisfactorily. Oh my god! If I agree with the answer. You get a point. <laughs> You know what? Screw that. I think you should agree with everything that I've... Hey, and I've been talking to you about my character. Yes, you have. Then you get one point (laughs) for role-playing. Okay, I do. Alright, that's another point. No, I'm going to give you your full point. Wait, no, oh. And then you get one point for heroism. (laughs) Oh, I was not very heroic. You have not been heroic at all so far. So, and then at the end of the story... I've I've run away. Yes. I've run away. So at the end of the story, (laughs) and then I kind of discussed that last time that I've sort of uh, envisioned this being broken out into three three arcs of five sessions each, right? Right. And so so when the first arc, the story, if you will, ends, then you get a few more points. Okay. Okay. So I I did a rough calculation based off of... 
you know, I'm not going to ask. 1.75 points. Yeah, right. I'm not going to go back and ask you what you learned in session one. Well, I'm sure. I learned, I've, we've talked, it's not like I've never we, we talked We talked about to it. it, exactly. We talked about it. We did. So you showed up for, for both sessions, and I Yay, thought you role played. I did. I and live I thought, here. And I thought you role played well both sessions. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. And the first session, you were really kind of a babe in the woods, so there really wasn't a whole lot your character learned. Well, that's my concept. Right, exactly. It's still. Which was your role-playing point. But it's still my concept. Mm-hmm. And then your... Uh, but the last session, I thought you did definitely learn a lot in terms of Vampire Society and so forth. So that comes out to five points. So you have five experience points. So, I'm skeptical about all of this, but go on. Cool, cool. All right, so let me let me just kind of go over them? what you can, can do. How can I use them? Yeah. So you spend them. It's currency. You spend cool. them to, to uh, you know, further optimi- optimize your character. And uh, <laughs> I'm glad you're taking with that phrase. Uh, it's it's in the lexicon now, baby. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's uh, a sliding scale for most of these mm-hmm. uh, in terms of increasing attributes, uh, abilities, okay. disciplines, yes. virtues, willpower. All of those can be bought up, and they basically go off of a current rating times something. So willpower is actually pretty cheap to buy up. It's just your current rating. So like, what's your willpower right now? Like your, your full willpower. I don't know if you spent any, but uh, I did spend one. It's four. Four. My blood pool. Can I add it to my blood pool? No. That's bullshit. <laughs> blood pool comes through gameplay. Uh, so you spent. You, you would have to spend four experience points to give yourself a willpower five, right? I'd have to spend. Your willpower currently is four, right? Right. So you'd have to spend four experience points. To boost oh, your God. willpower by, no, by a point. No, that's so not worth it. Oh, well, it does gets will, worse. It will, gets worse from there. Does willpower ever get built back up through gameplay? Yes. Okay, yes. so I don't care about that. Yes. No, that's fine. It'll that. come Why back on its own. I use my experience points for that? But, like, let's, I see your strength there is a three. Yeah, I need to boost up my strength. So if you wanted to boost your strength, that is current rating times four. So you would have to spend 12 points to boost your strength up to five. Of course, five is, or I mean, sorry, times Four, so you'd have to spend twelve points to boost it up to four. <laughs> All right, so that's bullshit. Also, oh my god, and ability. I'm not saying you should go willy nilly and be able to build up, however, but I'm just saying that seems really restrictive. Hmm. It seems really restrictive. It is really restrictive. It's by design. I don't even start that shit with me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> So sorry. Anyway. Don't start this bullshit. So abilities abilities are your current rating times two. So my current wait, what? Abilities here. Yeah, I see that. I know what those are. Are your current times Times two. two. So if I have I have alertness of one. So that would cost you two points. Cost me two points to build up to two. Two. Alright, I got it. Okay. No, I got it. Alright. Now you're actually like I don't get it, but I got it. Mm Mm-hmm. Your disciplines. Yes. Uh, to boost a, a dot in your discipline mm-hmm. is your current rating times five. Well, so you have a dot in each one of your um, disciplines. So you could actually get a second dot in any one of those disciplines. With if I spent five. all my experience mm-hmm. points, correct? Which I think I should have more experience points now. Based on we've done two sessions, yeah. I only have five experience points. That seems pretty rude. The maximum amount of experience points you can get in a session is four, and that would be for showing up. So why shouldn't I have role eight? playing? Learning and heroism. So if you want more experience points, you gotta be more heroic. <laughs> but I'm the hero. Oh wait. Yeah. Okay. Alright. And then <laughs> let's see. So your advantages there. Yes. Fame. 
right. generation, mm-hmm. retainer, yep. and allies, which is Derek, which we haven't seen or heard from Derek. No, the last session. I'm no. a little worried about him, to okay. be quite honest. Okay. Well, your virtues there, your conscience, your self-control, and your courage, those are current rating times. My courage is four. I've been so not courageous. Oh, I've not yes. been playing that very well. Oh, dear. So uh, maybe you should take away one of my experience points for not playing that well. No, that's fine. I'll just keep that in mind in the future. Oh, shit. All right, so so your uh, virtues are current rating times two. Yeah, there's things I'm now looking back on that I could have been better. I could have played so, that Well, better. we're only two sessions in, like you say. You know, that's you're getting to know your character. Yeah, there's but... There's always that sort of I breaking wanna, in. But I also want to preserve... Like, I don't want my character to die, like, instantly. Well, so sure, I, sure. I don't want to be a total idiot mm. and, like, flame out, yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. All right, go on. Uh, what else here? Oh, your humanity score is also times two, current times two, and you're at seven, so that would cost you 14 points. Yeah, uh, yeah, I get the math. You don't have to keep rubbing in how many points that I don't have (laughs) it would take to boost things up that would actually help Uh, me in the game. You feel like I am taunting you. I do, yeah. You're just like kind of teasing me a little bit with things like, oh, well, you have this, and uh, oh, I see, it would cost you this much. Uh Uh-huh. So no. That's right. Um, yeah, so that's about it. Oh, you can buy new abilities. So, like, if you wanted to learn larceny or firearms, Mm -hmm. for example, uh, that costs you three points to put one dot on that ability and and have it. Can I save up my ability, my points? Well, of course you can. All right, also with etiquette, what does etiquette entail? Is it, like, vampire etiquette? Because, or, I don't get it. Okay. Let's see here. So, in order to be etiquetal mm-hmm. um, and optimize your etiquetion, no, uh, you understand the nuances of proper behavior in both mortal society and kindred culture. Interesting. In many cases, knowing how to broach a topic is as important as the discussion itself, and a person with poor etiquette will never have an opportunity to make herself heard because she doesn't know when or how to interject. Mm. The skill is used during meetings. Haggling, seduction, dancing, oh, dinner shit. etiquette, and all forms of diplomacy. Well, I have zero etiquette. Might be a good idea. For so the I am boosting some... Well, how much can those be? It's zero. Well, so... you would spend three points to, to get the dot, and then it would actually be two points to make it two dots, because it's current rating yeah. times two. All right. I am getting a two in etiquette, because I learned a lot. You I think, that, well, I think if anything, that reflects, yeah. like, oh, shit, I have to navigate. But see, I, one thing I haven't navigated is with... Humans. Yes. So how am I going, human, how am I going to, because my whole idea with this guy is. Do you want to, do you want to put it out there right now? Do you want to just let it play out in the game? No, because then people are going to hold me accountable and be like. All right. So you want to be accountable. Because I've already told you what it is. So hopefully it'll get played out. Okay. Not in a played out way, but it'll it'll get played out. It will play out. Um, okay. So that's, well, that's it. So you spent your experience points. I did. Okay. And, uh, I guess that's that. So under experience down there, you're going to just write in zero at this it's, point. That's, that's blank. going to leave it okay, blank. Okay, it's okay. blank. I get it. All right. I just needed so, the sense. I just needed right, the sense. So we're like, moving along. You're rubbing in the fact that I have zero points. No, I'm not rubbing I don't want to look at a goose egg, like, on oh my Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
So we left off with you telling Crispus that you needed to talk to him. I do. All right. So there he is. And he arched an eyebrow. He did. And let me set the scene. I already know. I got it. Well, Taste of L.A. Yes. We're at right? the blood shop. You're, the, you're in this dimly lit coffee house. There's a stage currently unoccupied. Uh, a bunch of uh, macrame yeah. hangers with yeah. plants in them. Ferns. So it's like the linoleum all like orange and like it's like laminate. Yeah, because this this is like a skid. <laughs> this is on Skid Row. Yeah. This is an old okay. space, right. and it probably was once like some little coffee shop or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then and then yeah, like big tables with newspapers and chessboards and mm-hmm. magazines and so forth. So anyway, Crispus, who is a um, tall. Uh, Somewhat um, intense-looking African-American person mm-hmm. wearing a um, sort of mandarin-collared shirt and mm-hmm. blazer mm-hmm. Um, has arched an eyebrow at you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need your help because Louis. Well, I'll just say people working with Louie want me to spy on Karen so that they can essentially undermine her or kill her, I guess. Are you talking about Baron Fortier? I I was not introduced to him, so I don't know who he is, but it was some guy lurking in the shadows. It wasn't even like a person. It was like a thing. Anyway, they were holding her accountable for stuff that she obviously has no idea about, which I barely know about. What do you mean, holding her accountable? They basically think that she has basically been like a vampire that has been irresponsible and has shown too much to other people or humans, I guess. And so they want to punish her for that. But she obviously has no idea what she's doing. I've I've been with her, I know, like... She has absolutely no idea what she's doing. She thinks she's the only vampire in the world. Unless it's just her being kind of crazy and self-absorbed, but I don't know. Hmm. So they want to punish her for the way that she basically created me. And they want me to spy on her. And I don't feel comfortable doing that when I don't think she's at fault necessarily. If she was educated in all the things that I know about now... Then maybe she wouldn't be doing what she's doing. Or she'd be smarter about it. But she just seems to have absolutely no idea what she's doing. And that there are other vampires that exist. I see. What do you think you should do about it? Well, I want to spy on her to say that like I was doing it. But by spying on her, I mean just like spending time with her. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel weird about doing that. Because I really don't want to be associated with her. <laughs> Um, but something's compelling me to spend time with her. I don't know why. Well, she's your sire, correct? I roll. Yes. We all enjoy a particularly special bond with our sires. Well, I don't know if I enjoy it, but it's there, and I feel like I have an obligation to her. You've just described how the rest of us feel. Okay. 
it's not a pleasant sensation. No. Well. So what do you think I should do? I mean, if I if I were to like, you know, quote spy on her and like let's say I tell her like, hey, you need to come to like this place, like here where we are right now, or you need to learn about like read this zine or I don't know, something. Do you think like I could just like educate her a little bit? I don't know if she'd believe me. She's like in her own head. She's like almost impossible to convince of anything. Hmm. And I don't know if she's like using powers. Well, I don't even know about powers really, but if she's using certain things on me so that I'm kind of distracted by the fact that she's not listening to me Hmm. or distracts me from what I want to do. Like I want to educate her. Interesting. So you feel like you need to reach out to her, though? I do. Because then I don't want to piss Louie off. Because I know that they're everywhere. You saw how they kind of came here for me. They knew. They know where I am. They might have me bugged. I don't know. They know something about me. I don't know how these things work. But Baron Fortier is one of the most powerful individuals. He could be here right now. In the free states. Wait, does, he, does that mean he can, like... Be invisible and stuff? No, but he has many people working for him. I'm not sure who this shadowy figure was that was at his mansion. Yeah. But he has many contacts. Well, yeah, that's why I'm afraid that I'm, like, kind of look like, oh, like, (laughs) maybe, maybe Crispus? Yeah, Crispus. Maybe, but I don't know. I feel like I can trust him, but so I start. I just kind of pause, and then, yeah, I just feel like I should help Karen before it's too late. It's a noble, noble thought. I just don't think she should be punished for things that she doesn't know about. Why are these things kept so secret from vampires? I understand keeping it secret from humans to an extent, but. I don't understand keeping a secret from other vampires. If one vampire, if they know she's a vampire, they know she's a vampire. Let me ask you something. Oh, no. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you read the manifesto? I haven't had time. Read the manifesto. Read the manifesto. <laughs> It'll tell you everything you need to know. No. Oh, um, <laughs> Just watch Conan O'Brien. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm all left out after Leno. <laughs> um, you have a, a somewhat privileged... Um, mm. No, not that kind. Mm. A somewhat privileged uh, fate to have been embraced where you were. We are living in what vampire society calls the free states of California. This is the only place in the world where the Anarchs have successfully unseated the old power structures. If Karen Anatos had been operating anywhere else, she would have long ago been destroyed due to her repeated (laughs) breaches of uh, discretion. So why now? An excellent question, and I thank you for bringing this news to me. In fact, I think you need to bring this news to the larger community. How would I? Oh, at like a town hall meeting? We hold uh, 
we do hold meetings. Mm -hmm. We call them rants. That's right, rants. Rant zone. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the next rant is scheduled for November the 13th. It's a little over a week from now. Yeah. It will be at a club called The Terminal on Sunset Boulevard. Okay. I'd like you to be there. Sure. You are not obligated to speak. You're under no pressure to do anything. All right. Um, but I will be there. and Santiago. Salvador. Salvador. Salvador will be there. I think maybe there are some other interested parties who would be interested in knowing what you're up to or mm -hmm. what, what you have encountered. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I would love to go. It's at 9 p.m. Okay. All right, I'll make it. In the meantime, uh, all I can do is advise you to follow the path that seems most right to you. Um, personally, I'm an anarch from a long time back. And uh, I, don't, I don't much care for outside interference. So just know that if you want to defend your sire, there's going to be elements out there who will want to take you out. But there are also going to be elements out there who will take your side. Okay. Well, I'll have to sit tight until this rant. Indeed. It's a long time between now and then. Mm-hmm. What to do? So what time is it currently? It is um, like 5 a.m. at this point. Oh, so. Another day wasted. <laughs> or night. Night. Okay. So I'm going to... Um, I'm going to sleep there again. At the Taste of L.A.? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Does it cost me money? No, no, they'll put you up. What's wrong? Why are you shocked? You don't want to go back to your apartment. It's too early. It's, the sun's going to come up any second. I'm not going to go back. In November? You might have about an hour. Yeah, I'm like... You don't want to risk it. No, I'm like an hour away from Encino. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. All right. So, very good. All right. So, uh, yeah, you get your sunproof room. That's pretty sweet. Yep. You sleep in there. See, I don't have that in Encino. No, you don't. You just I have, have your my little closet. closet. <laughs> yeah, with all the claw marks on it. Yeah. It's all like a wreck. I bet Derek's moved out by now. Oh, fuck. Uh, you only got a few days. A couple days. Okay. All right, so mark off a blood point, please. Wait, what? I drank coffee blood. I know you did. And you lose a point every night automatically. So I'm starving when I wake up. The drain. What, I, what are you at? I'm at three. Ooh, I, need to, I need to re-up. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I'm going to do that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. So, mm -hmm. what yes, should I do? Indeed. What should I do? I should I kill, like, a homeless guy? That's gross. <laughs> Where do I get my own blood? Blood. The blood. Alright, I'm gonna talk to I'm gonna talk to Alexis. Yeah. And I'm gonna say Look, the blood you're offering is good. Wait, she dude, I'm there right when they open. Yes, you are. Bring it on. Yeah. Give me something, at least to boost up one Bell, blood. Belly up to the bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More blood, please. Alright, cool. Alrighty. 
Does that um, boost my blood points at all? Yeah, yeah, you can drink a blood points worth of blood. Can I drink another blood points worth of blood? Don't push your luck. All right. So I'm going to talk to her. I'm going to have a heart-to-heart. All right. If she has time. Sure. Look. How am I supposed to kill people? <laughs> this blood that you offer is very good, but it's not... It's not ideal. Mm. Have you talked to other people about this? Like, what do they do? What have they told you? What other philosophies have you heard? I need to get this straight in my mind before I do it. Well, I will tell you you're not alone. (laughs) There are vampires who refuse to drink human blood. But you're drinking some right now, honey. I know. I'm aware. And it's the best blood you'll ever taste, or so they tell me. Wait, why are you so into vampires? (laughs) Um... Well, I'm what they call a ghoul. What? I'm a mortal who drinks vampire blood. You drink vampire blood? Yes, I do. You're a ghoul? Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Is Murray a ghoul? Sure is. Wait, why are you ghouls? What, What makes a ghoul different from a vampire? Well, we're still alive. We can go out during the day. Why can't I be a ghoul? <laughs> Damn, I got the raw deal. Well, there's a supplement called Ghoul's Fatal Addiction, and what you do is you buy that and you make a character based off of that supplement. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no, nothing. That's a nothing really weird thing to say. Anyway. Um, so you drink vampire blood. Mm-hmm. Wait, have you been tapping my blood when I've been sleeping? I'm, jo- I'm just totally joking. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, she, she can tell. She laughs. Uh-huh. No, no. But You have your connections. I have my connections. So what makes you inspired to drink vampire blood? Like, how is vampire blood different from human blood? Well, we met Salvador. We met Salvador when he was coming through out in Chicago. It was the early 70s. Things were kind of winding down on the revolutionary front Mary and I had been involved in. Mm-hmm. And Salvador had uh, undeniable charm. And uh, we got to talking, found out our politics matched very nicely. He's an old revolutionary from a long time back. And, uh, well, you know, eventually he told us his little secret. Found out why he always only came by at night and that sort of thing. And uh, we just kind of fell in with him. So we but- just followed him around ever since. And we've been out here for a few years now. Yeah, well, you can follow him around, but why are you a ghoul? Like, how do you become a ghoul? Well, you know, Salvador gives us some of his blood, and we drink it, and, you know, keeps us, uh, keeps us looking young, keeps us fresh. But why did you... You can go out during the day? Mm-hmm. But I drink vampire blood, and I did not become a ghoul. Correct, because you were drained first. Oh, so you're the vampire blood you drink is supplement to your human blood. That's right. We so don't... ghoul is between a human and a vampire. Correct. Why couldn't I be a ghoul? My life would be so much easier. Because <laughs> I want to act. That's what I want to do. I'm an actor. I know, and you're very good. I, I love an invitation to love. Oh. It's the best soap opera on TV right God now. Damn it, it is. <clears throat> All right, well, this is frustrating to me. So, and speaking um, of all that, of course, you've missed two shooting days now. Yeah, it's been very bad, and I probably have a bunch of messages. So I need to drink some blood here. And she hasn't really told me, though, but how people 
make peace with the fact that they have to eat other humans. So can you tell me about this? <laughs> before you head out? Yeah, before I head out. There are other vampires who refuse to... You mentioned that. I'll do that again. There are the kindred who refuse to drink human blood, or vitae, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not really well respected. Some people call them farmers. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, like they're they're not hunters; they're farmers. Oh, I see. You know? I guess my so. history wasn't very good growing up in the American school system. Damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, they feed off of uh, animals, wild game, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. But my understanding is uh, drinking animal blood versus human vitae is sort of like drinking cheap beer versus a really nice wine. It's just not the same. Okay, well, that's all great. But how do they make peace with the fact that it's like a human being? Well, that's the trick of it, I suppose. I mean, I don't have to kill the person. No, you don't. No, you don't. Just a couple pints a night will get you by. That's a lot, though. Keep drinking your your mug there. (laughs) (laughs) So I do. Mm -hmm. Hmm, Maybe I could turn my roommate into a ghoul. (laughs) Well, you definitely want to talk to him about it first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you may not want that. What are the bad parts of being a ghoul? Well, if I, at this point, Murray and I should be in our 70s. And so if we ever stopped drinking Salvador's blood, we would uh, all those years would catch up with us. Right away? Mm-hmm. You'd die, probably. Well, after a certain point, for certain... Because, you know, if it exceeds our life expectancies, then, yeah. But even now, I wouldn't want to do that because I wouldn't want to go from being the gorgeous specimen you see before you. Not really that good looking. Yeah. To to an old crone with only a few years left on the clock at best. Right. As long as we keep drinking that, that Vitae, we're effectively immortal, but we're dependent on it. So you're dependent on the... Yeah. Vampires. And we're bound to Salvador Kinder. too. He's uh mm-hmm. he's sort of our well, sort of our master. Wait, what? If you drink a vampire's vitae three times, you come under their control. In so- our case it's willing. We don't have a problem with it. Salvador's a good guy. Yeah, but how do you know about it anymore at this point? Mm, I've I think I feel the same way about him now that I did before. Hmm. He told us about it. He warned us about it. Mm-hmm. He laid it all out. And, you know, it was mm-hmm. a decision we made under our own free will. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people don't. Some people are forced to do that and become slaves to their sires or their masters. Hmm. It's a lot of room for abuse. Have you seen that take place? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Well, I wouldn't want to subject my friend to that. That would be, that would be cruel. Yeah. But I'm not a cruel person, I don't think. But as long as I don't have to kill somebody, then... But how can I control it? I don't know. 
I guess I just have to experience it. Trial and error. It's um, that's that's the term trial. It's a trial for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for your advice. I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. But I may be back. Please do come around anytime. Yep. Oh, maybe you'll see me back on the small screen. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'm out of there. All right. uh... So I'm gonna. I don't have my car. Oh my my car is at Karen's. That's right. Shit, I gotta go to Karen's. So I get a taxi. <laughs> Take the MTA. No, no. Yeah, I'll call for a taxi. Yeah. Alright. So, the, so the bouncer, mm-hmm. uh, Christian, mm-hmm. very large fellow with mm-hmm. gingery beard. Uh, is he a vampire? Or kindred? Doesn't look like it. Okay. There's a discipline that you could use to read someone's aura and tell right away. To determine. Yeah. Okay. But uh, you don't have that. All right. Well, no. I don't have a lot of things. So, um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what would that be? Is that... Oh, that's a discipline? Yeah. It's okay. called aspects. Okay. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, I'm going to get a taxi. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Karen's house to get my car. Karen's Do I still have my keys on me? Uh, on you? No. No. I don't have keys. Your clothes and your car were at Karen's house. That's true. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go back to Karen's. I'm in my cool-ass suit, though. That's true. I look pretty dope. That's true. So I'm going to go back to Karen's. All right. It'll be a way to, inter- like, go, hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. What the hell happened? Just to see from her point of view, mm-hmm. you know, how she's perceiving all this. Mm-hmm. And then kind of go from there. Okay. And then I'll get my clothes and my keys and car, and I'll get back to that place. I'll make a call. Okay, anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Plan it all out. I'm just planning it all out. Like... Going. <laughs> it's very boring. So I am going <laughs> to head back. So I'm taking a all cab right. to her so house. Sit in the back of a cab. Mm-hmm. The radio's on. Mm-hmm. You realize that it is November 5th, mm-hmm. the okay. night of November 5th. It's yeah. a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So shooting is going to resume tomorrow. Oh, shit. Okay. At 5 a.m., whatever the call time is, mm-hmm. 6 a.m., 7 a.m., whatever it is. Damn. How am I going to do this? And, uh, yeah, so you just right out there listening to the dulcet tones of uh, that late night radio host. What was his name? Which one? The guy you used to listen to. Which, Joe Frank? Joe Frank, yeah. No, he was usually on in the morning. Oh, he was morning. Okay. Yeah, but he wasn't like a morning person, but let's say that the, in the schedule in they, this have, they have him on in the evening. That's right. That's perfect. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a good reminder. I got to get some recordings of that. Okay. Uh-huh. Wait, I got to write a note to myself. Write a note to yourself. Don't forget. Do it I'm, now. I'm about to forget. Joe Frank. I'm forgetting. All right. Writing that note right there. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, yes. And, um, and yeah, taxi driver drops you off. Yeah. Is my car there? Is my car like, uh, you do see your car parked in the driveway, in the drive, you know, it's a big circular Does it drive. Look okay? Looks fine. looks the same. You okay, left so it. I'm going to go look in my car. Like if my clothes are in there or something, maybe uh, she doesn't want to see me. Or... Yeah. Nope. You don't see any clothes okay. in there. All right. I'm going to go up to the door. All right. So it's a big semicircular <laughs> mm-hmm. pilastered terrace. Right. Um, a loggia, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you surmount the stairs and go up to these large oak stained doors mm-hmm. with big brass knockers. And there's a little, like, you know, door, doorbell with, like, its own little 
cover and light shining down onto the <laughs> button. I press the button. details and make a difference I in love these it. situations, yep, you know. Yep, yep, So you can hear distantly the sound. And dogs. Yes, you do hear some dogs barking. So, uh, after two or three minutes, oh shit, the door opens, and it is Carl Williams. <laughs> He's somewhat mm-hmm. uh, her jowly agent. agent. Oh man, is he a ghoul? <laughs> oh, now I know. Now I think it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he's a ghoul. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Carl, great to see you. And I walk right in. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm just milking it, you know. Oh, boy. Let's see. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's put that down to a roll, shall we? Let's my, do charisma. My charisma's four, baby. All right. So you're, you're using your charisma. Hold on. Using your charisma and hmm, what's, is there a skill maybe that would be? Oh, um, let me see. Awareness. No. Um, empathy. No. Streetwise. No. Oh, not streetwise. Performance. Sure. Four. Yeah. Okay. So Four. That's eight dice total. Difficulty eight on this one. Though. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Difficulty eight. Yes. One, two, three, three. Okay. All right. Good enough. Carl, great to see you. So he, he involuntarily I'm shaking his head, right. him on the shoulder. Yeah, so he involuntarily takes a step back, which gives you the <laughs> the space you need to. Um, because my to get eyes in are there. all. I have sunglasses too. That's I right. had um, the Baron give me some cool like yeah, Ray Bans. Your shades. Mm-hmm. And um, and so yeah, you uh, you're shaking his hand. He steps back and and he says, "Oh, oh, it's you." <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's me. I my name. We is... weren't sure if you would be back. Here I am. Yes, of course. Um, well, uh, come come in, come in. Um, here, are, the, are there? Does she have her dogs? Like, are they all like there? Uh, yeah. So, so the the, the what were they? Dobermans mm-hmm. uh, come running down, mm-hmm. trotting over, and sort of sniffing at you. Mm-hmm. So I like me, how uh, they're like totally used to vampires. Like yeah. they don't even care. Yeah, they're yeah. kindred. Sorry, <laughs> kindred. Yes. So uh, he says, "Let me uh, let me take you through into the den." All right. So I follow. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you step into this sort of grand foyer, this uh, like nine hundred square foot space. Okay. That's like two stories high, surrounded by a balcony. Wow. Whoa. Uh, there's a there's a sort of a uh, curving, uh, like almost like a snail shell curve. Uh, staircase mm-hmm. leading up, mm-hmm. and uh, but he takes you through a, uh, a doorway um, at the foot of those stairs and into this kind of 400 square foot um, den that's got like this massive black uh, granite um, fireplace with no fire in it, mm-hmm. right? And then above that is I would a, say uh, fa- are there fake logs? There are fake, yes, yeah, cement yeah. logs, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a big, um, like five by seven oil portrait of Karen, <laughs> you know, almost actual size, almost like actual size. Yeah. She's like short. Was she tallish? Um, uh, she's average like size. Five, five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought she was taller than, I don't think so. Let me okay. check my notes here. It's fine. All right. So I'm taking all of this in mm-hmm. and I think, oh shit. So even though I'm feeling, I was feeling really brave when I like brushed in, mm-hmm. I like I start to feel nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit. Like mm-hmm. that there's Karen. Like it's going to be Karen. I'm going to see her. 
what am I going to do? You know, how am I going to react to her? Like the moment she starts speaking, I'm, I'm nervous. Like she's going to do something to like totally distract me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from why I'm there, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Okay. So, uh, yep. So Carl tells you to wait there. Mm-hmm. I he, do. He withdraws. Mm-hmm. The dogs follow him. Mm-hmm. He, uh, closes the door behind him. Where is she? Knows <laughs> she's in the painting. Yeah. <laughs> she seems like actually an alcove. Yeah. She's turned around. Ah, it's you. All right. Uh, um. So yeah, there's two other sets of double doors off of this room. Um, a couple windows on the south wall looking out into the drive. Uh, you know, and obviously ample leather couches, yeah, chairs. Mm-hmm. Take a seat. Yeah. All right. So there's a, a mantle-mounted clock, yeah. you know, ticking away. Mm-hmm. You watch as the minute hand slowly <laughs> turn. And a half hour later... Oh, no, she didn't. <laughs> no. Uh, a half hour later, the um, oh, double doors man. on the north wall swing open. <laughs> and Karen sweeps into the room. She is wearing uh, all black. Okay. Uh, she is wearing this very diaphanous uh, robe uh-huh. over like a sort of black uh, silk or satin sort of evening dress. Okay. You know, all right. It's very clingy. Uh-huh. Um, and so she sweeps in and she's beaming a great big smile. Her fangs oh, no. quite visible. <laughs> she comes in, Aaron, darling. Oh, no. <laughs> Come to Mistress Black. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> she sweeps you into a into a hug. Aww. And feel her jubblies pressing up against you. <laughs> jubblies. Oh my goodness. And she steps back. Let me get a look at you. She's clasping you with her hands. Okay, so I'm trying to pretend like I'm totally chill with this. Yes. I'm totally cool. I'm like, yeah, like, give, look give at me. Give me another acting plus performance role. Like, look at Or like, acting plus, performance look, plus charisma role. Look how good I look. Difficulty six. Okay. Like, yeah, look at how awesome I look. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Three again. Is there one there, though? There's two ones. So those will cancel out two. Oh, shit. Remember so that. one success. All right, so you barely, you barely pull it off. You barely ha, pull it off. Ha, look how great I look. <laughs> look at me there's like a half a beat where she's like hmm but then (laughs) but then it's all good okay so she says uh she says can i get you something from the bar oh what do you have so she uh walks over to the other set of double doors pulls those open beckons you to follow her Uh you enter a small uh kind of hall space Mm -hmm. there is uh a bar um kind of set into this alcove mm-hmm. that sort of shares a space between this area and then this grand ballroom that you can see beyond. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Parquet floors. And, wow. Yeah. A whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. So she, uh, she steps behind the bar and flicks a switch and some, you know, lights flicker on. Mm-hmm. And you can hear some uh, glasses clinking and so forth. And she, she brings the glasses up and, uh, and says, um, well, of course, we'll need something uh, fresh. And she uh, she hits a buzzer, you know, and uh, about a few oh, <laughs> seconds later, uh, this real tough looking guy, like one of her bodyguards, comes in. He says, 
yes, Mistress Black. And, uh, and she says, yes, uh, Esteban, give me your, give me your arm. And he just like unhesitatingly sticks it out. And she, are there scars on his arm? No, she uh, sticks her finger into his arm. Oh man. And then when she withdraws it, uh, blood starts pouring out into the glasses and she just basically uses his arm as this little, <laughs> little she's talking dispenser. to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like not even really. Yeah. You know, just like, just well, she's like, fixing a drink. Yeah. Like, Oh, we were, we were very worried about you. We didn't know what happened to you. I was worried about you. Yes. And then she, she lifts his arm up and like licks it. And you see that the, the wound has completely disappeared. Mm. And she says, that will be all Esteban. And he turns around and leaves. Ooh. How much so. blood is there? In the cup, not enough for a blood point. <gasps> so I drink it. I, I just knock <laughs> it. it back. Yeah, yeah. It's not a shot, darling. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just so thirsty. Oh, you poor dear. Well, honestly, you have a you have a home here, and you're always <laughs> welcome here. Always. I know. Um, I, I I understand why you ran away, but you have to understand that you have powers now, just like me. You and I, we have powers. Oh, there's so much more to this than I than you realize, Karen. What do you mean? Well, before I get into that, how what happened that night? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. The police raided my house. So how did you get out of there? Well, of course, <laughs> they didn't seem to come to want to ask nice questions, so I had to defend myself. What did you do? I did what I had to do. Hmm. Which is what? I defended myself. I defended my property. How did you do that? With tooth and claw, darling. Tooth and claw. What does that mean? You saw me. That's true, actually. So how, when did you learn how to do that? Hmm. Maybe, maybe, oh gosh, has it been that long? 20 years? 30 years? Yes, it's been a while. Hmm. You just turn into a dog or a wolf or whatever. A wolf, yes. Sorry, a wolf. And, uh... Wow. So the police haven't come back to ask you more questions? Well, no. I I did what I had to do, and, um... They withdrew. Which seems like a very unpolice-like activity. I agree. Frankly, I thought I was going to have to give this place up. I thought I was going to have to go on the run, but... I don't know. Snapped a couple necks, and that seemed to be enough for them. Off they went. Toodaloo. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> so, huh. So I'm just thinking about all this. Mm-hmm. It's probably with a really stupid expression on my face. Like, <laughs> like a Rick and Morty style expression. <laughs> yeah. Little W-shaped little, lips. Yeah, a little anime. Like, mm-hmm. Um... Okay, well, um, so let's go sit. Let's have a seat. Let's go have a seat. Very good. So she takes you back into the den. You have a seat. Mm -hmm. So you must tell me what you've been up to. You took a dive over the side of my back terrace. Yeah, I was a total coward. I am so embarrassed. Not at all. There was a helicopter. There were assault rifles. It was pretty weird. It was. But again, bullets can't hurt you now. Well... Well... I take that back. They sting something awful. It's like getting a bee sting. Uh Uh-huh. But they're not going to kill you. Well, I mean, that's all well and good, but what... I mean, what if we had got brought in for questioning? 
and they didn't realize that, and, like, the sun was out. Oh, they weren't going to bring us in for questioning. That wasn't going to happen. Okay, well, I, I'd like to believe you. (laughs) Good. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So, um, I guess my main question is, you know, how are you feeling about everything? Still a little shaken up, if I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's never happened before. Right. Carl said he wasn't. The, you guys weren't expecting me to come back. Hmm. We feared that you wouldn't come back. Why? Why wouldn't I come back? Oh, I don't know. I mean, that was a pretty terrifying experience. True. I have your clothes, by the way. Oh, yeah. I do need those. Can we get them right now? <laughs> Certainly, but I must ask where you got your current outfit. You look very sharp. Yeah, well, I... Uh, uh, so, so, okay. So I'm a little, like... like I mean, I want to impress her. Uh-huh. And I don't know why. Uh-huh. It's annoying. Yeah. But I'm really happy that she noticed that I look good. <laughs> um, and again, feeling kind of embarrassed, but at the same time really proud that she, that she approves of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Um, so I will say, well, funny story. <laughs> um, I actually got these from, what's, what's Louis's last name? Fortier. Fortier. I got these from Baron Fortier. Have you heard of him? So I'm like, look, look. Baron Fortier? So I'm looking at her face, yeah. Is he French? European? I don't know, but he lives here. Oh. No, I can't say I have. Oh my god, she's so ignorant of everything. <laughs> um, okay, you so... dear. Yeah. So I say, well, Baron Fortier is one of us. What does that mean? An actor? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um, he's a vampire like us. Oh. Well... That's not terribly shocking. I figured some must exist. No, a lot more exist. I know this sounds crazy, but when you ask me where I've been for the past couple days, I've encountered a whole society of vampires in Los Angeles. A society? Yes. Many, many vampires. Or kindred, as they like to be called. Kindred? How did you encounter these people? I basically... So, so okay, so I'm gonna, I am going to be honest to a point. All mm. right, so after I escaped, like I ran out of your house <laughs> naked, I was wandering the streets and a van pulled up and they told me to get in the van. I had no clothes on and they took me to this location in downtown Los Angeles where vampires can congregate and for safely... They said there were werewolves out in the hills. Werewolves? Apparently. What's next? Mummies? (laughs) And so I learned about this society. Huh. Well, I'll be. However, the Baron is someone who I met pretty soon after our situation on TV... Um, and he took me under his wing and told me about there being like a network of, of vampires. A network? Mm-hmm. 
globally. Globally? Mm-hmm. Not just in Los Angeles, but all over the world. Well, I guess that stands to reason. I mean, I I was bitten back in back in the old world. Right. So why would so I'm just curious how you've come to the conclusion that you're the only one. Well, I like I say, I sort of deduced that there must have been others, but for all intents and purposes, I'm the only one. I'm the only one I've ever known. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're not. And the other ones are a really mix, a big mix of different types of people. Well, I must say this is all a bit much. <laughs> Uh-oh. Are you going to ask me to leave? <laughs> this is all a bit much, and I'm going to ask you to leave. No, I'm looking no. at her, yeah. like, really being careful. I might need a little while to process this information. Come back tomorrow night, and we'll talk some more. Okay. I will. Okay. I'm looking at her, though. I'm, like, thinking, is she... I mean, she's total poker face. Uh-huh. Fuck. No. Her brows are slightly knit. That's about the only okay. indication that she's upset. Okay. Carl will bring you your clothes. Okay. Well, my keys are with the... Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I feel so cowardly and terrible no. for my actions. That no, I... no, it's fine. If if you hadn't made a run for it, you wouldn't have found any of this out. Mm-hmm. Very well, then. Um, if you'll excuse me. So I'm just saying, you need to be very careful. Just be careful. Certainly. Always. I mean, she survived this long. True. I mean, but like what Crispus says, like, why would they suddenly be all up in her business? They know she exists. Mm -hmm. So suddenly they're just all butthurt about it and using her as a scapegoat. Mm. All right. So I leave. Yep. You get your clothes back. You get your keys back. Sweet. My car. You get back in your van. Yeah, my van. My van. All right. After several nights of riding around in limousines, it's a little (laughs) odd to slip back into this van with its seat beads and uh <laughs> beaded seats and uh, yeah. kind of funky air and mm-hmm. dried french fries under the seat and mm. so forth all right and i'm gonna uh, head back to encino baby yeah off you go yep all right so off i go mm-hmm. all right pull up outside your apartment complex mm-hmm. park in your usual area mm-hmm. going through the front doors mm-hmm. into the courtyard yep See your apartment. There's a light on inside. Derek. <laughs> so I walk a little faster. All right. Oh, actually, let's back it up just a little oh, bit. Oh, Okay. As you're walking up towards the front gate, mm-hmm. uh, you do see a small furry form in the shadows. Uh-oh. And it lopes out mm-hmm. as you approach. And is that coyote. And in its mouth... Is what looks like a stray cat and drops it at your feet. Is anyone seeing this? Like, streets are empty right now. The cat's dead. Mm-hmm. All right, so without even understanding what I'm doing before mm-hmm. I do it, it's just this like impulse. Mm-hmm. I grab the cat and I chomp down on it. All right. And I get. 0.25 blood points. Yeah, I'm sorry right now. 
Um, <clears throat> well, it's it's much like um, yeah, it's much like uh, you've been told. The the blood is mm. pretty it's thin, nasty. Mm. It's uh, it just doesn't taste very good. Mm. Well, it's cat blood, duh. Yeah. You get, you get one blood point out of a cat. Oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. Nope. So you, you you drain it completely dry. So the blood pool is not... It's like I can fill it all the way up to the max. Of course. Okay. Of course. Yeah. I've been maintaining at five. I've never gotten to six, so... What's your generation? I'll tell you what your max blood pool um, is. Generation. Oh, wait. I've got it here. Tenth. Actually, I think that got modified. Mm. So, change it to eighth. Oh, all right. Because Karen is seventh. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay, twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. All right. So, with a generation of eight, I know it's at least ten is your maximum. Okay. Um, but it might be even a little higher. Well, wouldn't that? Why would that have to do with my generation? Ah, good question. Would it have, we'll to, have to find out? All right. Well, I bet it would be more affiliated with my clan. Yeah, actually, your max blood pool is fifteen. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh my god, I'm operating at a third of what I should be. And you can spend three blood points per turn. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So, how much is a dog? How many? How many blood points is a doggy? Two points. Oh uh, man. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, um, great. So I look at the coyote. Is the coyote gone after I've drunk it? Uh, no, he's, he's just, just watching there. me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw the rest to him. Okay. Because I'm he sure he wants to eat. Crunches the... down on it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like watching him. Yeah. I'll wait till he's finished. All right. Take some surprisingly short amount of time. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just staring at him. Or her. Is it a girl or a boy? It's a he. All right. I'm just gonna walk away from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be back later. All I right. say to it. Okay. Or no, I think it. Oh. Because I have animalism. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay. All right. So and, now, and I have animal Ken. Oh yes. So now you walk into the courtyard. Yeah. There's a light on. Mm-hmm. Heading into my apartment. All right. Are the locks changed? <laughs> the lock they works. should be. The lock works. <laughs> they Derek is stupid. Yep. All right. So the lock works. Or right. The key works in the lock. You enter the apartment. It's exactly how you remember it before. Is Derek there? And Derek is, uh, let's see here, it's around midnight probably at this point. So Derek is conked out on the futon. Okay. TV's on. All right. I still have my sunglasses on. All right. So he's uh, he wakes up as you enter. Oh, dude. Derek. Oh, bro. What the hell? So he gets up and he comes over, gives you a big old man hug. All right. You know. Oh, a, bro. I give him a man hug back. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. Where have you been? Your phone has been blowing up. Like what? What do you mean? Well, check it out. And he like points at the message machine and the, mm-hmm. the lights blinking. Okay. So I'm going to listen to my messages. You have 15 new no! messages. <laughs> Okay. So they're basically just like 
uh, a series, a string of messages oh, from no. your agent oh, no. and from the uh, show producers. Oh no! Uh, increasingly alarmed. Yeah. You know. Okay. You had told them that you were terribly sick. Yeah. And so, you know, the the tone is. The tone from your agent is... Because I've been gone for three days, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. You okay. Mi- no, you've been gone for four days. Okay. You missed two work days because you don't work on Fridays. Right. So you missed Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. And then this is Sunday now. Okay. Okay. So, you know, the calls from the... The calls from your agent maintain a level of, of concern. Mm-hmm. The producers are initially concerned and then you can hear a hint of irritation in their voices, you know... Like, well, just let us know if you're going to be in on Monday or not. We need to arrange a shooting schedule. All right. Or if you're in the hospital, I don't know. Just give us a call. Okay. You know? All right. So. All right. So uh, so he says, where have you been, man? Dude, you wouldn't even believe it if I told you. So I take my glasses off. Yeah. Has he seen my eyes before? He has. Remember, he he's like, okay. you're a vampire. Right. So I take him off just because I feel comfortable around yeah. him. He's like, oh, those creepy eyes. So are my whites also fucked up? If or you're just... if you're in like your your animal uh, vision mode. mode, which you said is kind of your default mode, uh-huh. then yes, you have like animal eyes, unless you turn them off. Can I turn them off? Uh huh. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're off. Okay. Okay. So they look normal. <laughs> eyes off. Eyes off. They look normal. They look normal. Yes. But I got to worry about that. Yeah. So the whites get fucked up. Too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the irises. No, no, it's like monster eyes, glowing oh, red. Shit monster eyes okay okay all right so so he's like you know kind of running a finger along the the lapel of your jacket Uh you know like what 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 you've got to tell me what happened okay so i tell him i tell him everything all right i tell him everything (laughs) montage yeah (laughs) 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 and then also like what the hell oh dude nasty yeah exactly so i tell him the whole thing all right okay I said, so now I don't know what I'm going to do. I want to maintain my job. I don't... I feel like this is like... I feel like this is like an illness. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is something that I should get, you know... That people should know about. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But I just feel like if I if people knew that I was ill, it's an illness, then they would understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, man. Like I can, I I can, I can get with that. I can get with that. Like, va- like vampirism is like a fucking virus, right? Like it seems to be. I think I read. So a, I, I think I read a book about that once. Oh yeah. my god, no, you didn't. Yeah. So I'm gonna tell him about the ghouls too. Uh huh. Like so, if, so I kind of joke. So if you want to be a ghoul, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's pretty intense. <laughs> Maybe if you get enough character points to upgrade me to. Uh... Uh-oh. <laughs> I have to. I have to be able. I yeah. can't. Approach. Right now, he's an ally, which means he's mortal. Right. So, if you wanted to make him a ghoul, then you would have to up your. <laughs> I'm just thinking. See what it is here. Uh, your retainer dot. Right now, you're, yeah, the dot in retainer for your coyote. So, if you added a dot in retainer, uh, that would give you. That would make Derek your ghoul. Okay. <laughs> Ghouls. <laughs> exactly. So. Um... All right. Mm-hmm. So I tell him that I'm just thinking about that a lot, but I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to work. I mean, when I get to the studio, I'm usually there all day. I'm usually indoors all day. I don't have to go outside, really. I've got an idea. What? I'm a little, um, you know, between uh, between employment opportunities right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
you get me on the set and give me a guest pass or something, mm -hmm. I'll do any kind of like gopher kind of shit you need. Like, oh, that's you know, a great idea. Just stay in the sound stage. I mean, those things don't have any natural light, right? There's no windows mm -mm. or anything. No, never. Yeah, so just like fucking stay on the sound stage. And like, plus, we also have our trailers though too. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes this the way our that's more of like a movie set. So television set, the makeup and everything is in the same building as the as the studio. Sure, it'd be like a permanent mm -hmm. setup. fixture. Yeah. So I think it's a great idea, Derek. So I'm gonna I'll hire help you out, buddy. I'm gonna hire you, dude. I'll be your ally. Yes. <laughs> so all right so tomorrow you're gonna come with me i'm gonna call it's midnight now i can't call anybody i guess i'll call my agent agents are used to getting calls that's, like, that's right so i'm gonna call my agent all what's right. my agent's name I don't, know. I don't think we've even created him yet no or no. her i'm it's picturing her like agent. the uh agent and master of none just like doesn't take any shit you know who's that i forgot about that it's she's like in one episode it's the one with um with the ethnic slur email where she's like, you know, you have to use this as blackmail or else nobody else will. Oh you yeah. Know, Who like, was that actress? Kid. Who was that? Oh. She was really familiar and I was like, Oh, it's so-and-so. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad she has work. Oh, Oh, she was, um, she's an orange of the new black. Oh, that's okay. Right, yeah. So she, yeah, she was great. No, somebody like that. Yeah. So somebody right, like that. No, is, no nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Used to working with these kind of low level, yeah, because they're know. soap stars at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, so I'm gonna call her up. Okay. So her name's Olivia. Olivia, very okay. good. So. All right. Um, so the phone rings about. And maybe uh, we've already created my agent, but oh well, we're creating a new one. I don't think we have. No. Okay. Right. So the phone rings about ten times. Uh huh. Uh, and then you can hear like, <laughs> kind of being shakily taken out of the cradle, uh -huh, uh -huh. and then like, hello. Olivia, it's Aaron. Where in the hell? Have you been? I've called every hospital in Los Angeles, well, and even a couple in Orange County. Let's say I was in the hospital, okay? We'll just oh, say boy. that. Listen, you're not getting mixed up in any of that kind of shit, No, no, you? no. Just let's say I was in the hospital. I can explain everything later. I can explain. I promise I will make everything make sense later, but you have to smooth this over with, with my peeps, an invitation to love. I need to keep this job. And I promise you, I will be there every day. I will be completely fine. I will perform. I will do everything I need to do to keep this job. You know, every year I promise myself I'm not going to make any more excuses for any of my dumbass clients. <laughs> but you're making some good money on that show. I know, right? So keep me on, make, smooth everything over as much as you can, and I will be there. I promise. I will not create these problems for you in this way. <laughs> in this way, in terms, in terms of, <laughs> I in, may create other problems in ways in the of future. like in terms of absences. I will be there. Fine, just show up tomorrow. It's a six a.m. call. Right. You know the drill. All right, I'll be there. I'll start apologizing instantly. It's me. How could they not? How could they not take my apology? Dumbass. 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 <laughs> I hang up. <laughs> All right. So okay, it's good. So Derek, you're coming with me first thing. We got to go to sleep at this point. Mm -hmm. So what happens if vampires like? How do I? Okay. So a vampire. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Who wants to work during the day? <laughs> 
Vampire who wants to hold down a day job. Oh, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. So you, you retire to your closet. Yeah. There's like these claw marks deep uh, in the drywall. Is it at all cleaned up or is it all still a shampoo? Um, you can Derek? tell Derek tried his best to clean it up, but mm-hmm. there's still like... Like uh, shavings, shaving drywall Pilots, shavings all yeah. along the edges. Yeah. He didn't get in there with a vacuum. Oh man, you know? it's easy but he did. It. He did change out the sheets. Oh, that's so. nice. Yikes! <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna just lay down and try to sleep. All right, so give me. Oh man. Uh huh. Um. Okay. Roll your humanity score in dice. Wait, actually. Oh my god. Uh, roll your perception first. Okay. Roll your perception. You have two in perception. <laughs> okay, what did you, how'd you do? Uh, difficulty eight, by the way. I failed. Okay, all right. Now my humanity? Nope, roll your perception again. Nope. Okay, keep rolling. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. Well, I made one. Okay, well, let's see if this is a one to cancel out that one you just made. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ten. Hey, oh, boom. All right. So, like, you will yourself to sleep at, the, at night. And it's kind of hard. It's like trying to sleep during the day in a lot of ways. But eventually, you kind of slip into your, you know, full on mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. And I set alarm for myself. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're on the futon. Derek is like slapping you across the face. Oh. And your eyes kind of flutter open. He's like, bro, I've been trying to wake you up for like the last half hour, dude. I'm on the futon? Yeah, I dragged, I dragged you out of your fucking closet. <laughs> I was like pounding on the door for like five minutes. We're fucking late, dude. And he like points at his little... Uh, his little flip clock, you know, his little analog flip clock, and it's like 7.05. No! So now I'm going to need to make a humanity roll. <sighs> That's your humanity pool. How am I going to get to work? I hate you. <laughs> 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 oh my god. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. Difficulty eight again. Oh my god. All right. I have one, one. Oh, okay. And I have one, two, okay, so I have one success. One success. That's all I need. All right, you feel incredibly lethargic. Oh. You feel like you are coming out of uh, anesthetic, basically. Oh my God. And, and basically Derek has to like put your arm around his shoulder and lead you out. Um, is the sun coming up? And the sun is up. So. No, no, no. So do I instantly get wake, wake up? Uh, no, you don't, but what I'm going to need as he's not even thinking about it. Yeah. Know, he's just like, come on, man, let's go. And he opens the door and all this sunlight oh, floods into the room. Jesus. So, God damn. so I'm going to need a frenzy check from you. <laughs> this plan is going pear-shaped very quickly. Frenzy? Uh-huh. So let's see here. Where's frenzy? Well... Frenzy is its own thing. It's, it's not, not on uh, the sheet here. Yeah, no, it's not. All right, let me just grab that right there. Because you remember Root Shrek, right? Mm-hmm. Fear of sunlight and fire. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is make a self-control roll. Okay. And it's going to be 
<laughs> Myself, I have two. Okay, it's going to be against difficulty eight. Oh, God. Oh, oh. I'm sorry, courage, actually. Courage. Even better. Keep those two and, okay. then, and then add. Yeah. Oh, eight. I made yep, two. Yep, difficulty. You made two. Yeah. Great, great. All right, so. I have courage. Uh, all right, so basically, what you do is you, like, jump away like a like a frightened animal and you're hissing you know like whoosh, yeah and you're like actually practically up on the side of the wall <laughs> um i'm gonna run back and be part of it you can uh yeah you can spend a willpower point to uh, to regain control here all right i will okay i am going to Get back in the apartment. <laughs> okay. So so Derek like slams the door as soon as he realized what he did. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I didn't even think I'm so sorry, man. No, it's okay. Oh. Dude, your eyes like went fucking red. Yeah, I know, it's bad. Okay. So are they fading? Yeah. Okay. Um Do we have an umbrella? Oh shit. Yeah, let me see here. So he like rummages around he goes to his closet and rummages I'm completely around. covered in my suit. Right. So he comes back out. He's got one of those little like folding umbrellas that collapses yeah. down to pocket size. Yeah. Or, you know. All right. I have my sunglasses. All right. I have All my right. umbrella. Let's try it, man. I have gloves. Do you have gloves? Try this? Do you have gloves? Yeah, you've got gloves. You got gloves. Okay. You got okay. your isotoners. Okay. You're good. good to go. Okay. Good. So yeah, let's try this. All right. All right. Let's just do this. Let's be a little more systematic about it this All right. time. All you right. Got your. So you go out to the car, and I'm gonna I'll run. Get the out. car started. Right. Okay. Okay. If let's... I don't, if I'm, if you're not there in like. Five minutes, I'll come back in. Okay. okay. No okay. shame if you can't make it. You know, I get it. <laughs> no shame. All right. Um, all right, I'm going to go. All right. All right. All right, let's do this. <laughs> all right, bro. Here I go. So he, like, kind of slips through the, you know, opens the door, the minimal amount, slips okay. through, closes it. All right, I'm just staring at that door. All right, I'm going to need another courage roll. Difficulty seven. Have this umbrella. I have gloves on. Son of a bitch. No, Is that a one with no successes? Yeah. Why? That would be a botch. All right. So. <laughs> Dog needs to go outside. Oh, sure she does. Yeah. Uh-huh. Step away from the Ow. table. Careful. All right. So let's see. You have botched your courage roll. Don't rub it in. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, I mean, look, I'm I'm trying really hard, but mm-hmm. all right. So basically, you uh, all right. So to completely quell the beast mm. when you're faced with Roach Shrek, you have to accumulate five successes. So you only had those two successes. So you already feel like move the cord further. You already feel like um, you know it's. Just below the surface, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and so just the thought mm-hmm. of going out there with just this puny little umbrella, right? Between you, I need like foil and Mister Sun. All right, no, no. Here's the thing: it brings the beast up entirely. It's like you've been trying to keep down the vomit this whole time. Oh, no. And, and that's just, that's oh, it. That's thinking no. about your banana fritters or your, your greasy pork sandwich or whatever. And it's just, it's done. What? So, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like if you're feeling nauseous and, and somebody said, hey, you want a greasy pork sandwich? You know, it might be 
too much and you would lose all it. All right, all right. So basically, um, you frenzy. <gasps> what does that mean? That means that the beast, capital B beast, takes over. Okay, so you have turned into a monster mm-hmm. at this point. You are all but hulking out at this point in the uh, in the apartment. No. And of course, Derek said he'll he be come back, back to... in five minutes to no, check on you. No. <laughs> so basically, no. you're like seeing red at this point, and then you know, and you're just like tearing shit apart. You're shredding the futon. You're t- turning shit over. And then you're dimly aware that the door is opening. Of course, that only increases your frenzy. Because I'm scared of yeah. the sun. And so what you can do is uh, you can spend a willpower point to give yourself one turn of control. I am going to control it. Okay. And so what do you want to do with that? I'm going to yell at Derek say, stay out of here. All right. So he can see you in full frenzy mode. Your eyes are red. Your fangs are fully bared. Your, te- your claws are uh-huh. going on. Yeah. And he just, he doesn't need to be told twice, and he slams the door. Okay. All right. And so, uh, and so basically you just crawl back into your closet and slam the door behind you and sink back into your torpor sleep. So, mark off a blood point, please, as you wake up the following night. Damn. I'm going to call Olivia. All right. I uh, I had to put my ass on the line today, Aaron. The producers, they wanted you off the show. I can't guarantee you're going to make it past this season. They are done with you. I'm sick. I don't care. What, what do you got? What do you got? The AIDS? No. What's going on? You, you on the horse? You chasing the horse? No. Why don't you meet with me and we can talk about it? All right. So What, are you out in the valley? Yeah, but... Yeah. Let's meet at... I don't want to meet at Sizzler again! I'll meet you at, uh, I'll meet you at the Galleria. What? I'll meet you at, I'll at meet the you mall? In the, I'll meet you in the food court. No, come on. She, I don't think she... She sounds like she's classy. She's not gonna... She's a small-time agent. She can't, like, whine I'm not gonna you. go to the food court, and I don't expect her to pay for my food. Oh, all right. So, so well, she names a sushi place I'm in sure Exactly. Right. Yeah, all right. we'll go. All right. All right. So, uh... So you meet her at the sushi place 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Hello, my God! What? What was that? As you walk in the sushi place, the guy's behind the bar. What do they say? What was that? They give you the, the usual, you know... What's the greeting? Hail greeting. What's I don't the... know. What do they say? It's just usually like just this barrage of hello and welcomes. That's true. Yeah. Anyway. In Japanese. Sometimes. Most of the time. Mm. All right. So, anyway, you spot Olivia uh, sitting in a booth. Mm-hmm. What does she look like? She is a middle-aged African-American. middle Well... And late 30s, African-American, mm-hmm. <laughs> middle-aged to you. A um, bit on the uh, heavy side. She's a voluptuous woman. No, she's a voluptuous woman. She's wearing a kind of a power suit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and are you still wearing your, your Armani yeah. tailored suit? All right. It's my only thing I got. Suit. All right, so she, she she's like, her her expression's kind of like, neutral but then when she sees what you're wearing she's like openly shocked kind of like what you know mm-hmm. so you slide into the booth and she's just like 
I uh, I can't say I've ever seen a sick guy who looks like you. This is going to sound really, really weird, but I have a really good idea. Okay. This better not be to, like, I don't know, start running drugs or some shit. No. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, I've seen this before. Actor gets a little taste of success. The success goes to his head. He stops showing up at the set. He's dressing well. That all kind of points to one conclusion, Aaron. No, it's not. It's it's actually the exact opposite. And I guarantee you that there is no way this will not do well for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so she's like kind of in spite of herself. She's like, all right, I'm listening. It has nothing to do with drugs. It has nothing to do with AIDS. So cool, man. Well, it's not. It's not drugs. Keep talking. Now, this is something that... Okay, so let's do a little pause here before I go into this. Mm-hmm. This realm, this this world mm-hmm. that has these the masquerade and the kindred and vampires and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There has to be a certain level where people are like, they know about vampires. They know they... You know, like, it's a, is, are they, they're, they're purely perceived as mythical. They don't exist, Right. Right. Or is it something that some people like? Like, no, they really fucking exist. <clears throat> well, the the sort of log line is it's like our world, but the shadows are darker, right? Mm-hmm. So it's basically like, yeah, all the mythology exists, all that stuff exists, but it exists for a reason as opposed to it being like it's an explanation for disease or it's an explanation for cultural it hasn't corruption been explained or whatever. Away, yeah. yeah, like, okay. well, there are people who do that. There are academics who write papers about the anthropological implication of vampire legends. Uh-huh. But, but there are also actual vampires, right? And so, okay, all right. As to whether there are mortals who know the facts, something you'll have to find determine. out. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, unpause. All right. Mm-hmm. So what I'm about to tell you, what I'm about, what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> the thing I'm about to tell you is as follows. It is as such. Is as such. <laughs> In summation and summary. Shut up. It's going to be, you're not going to believe me. You're not going to believe me. But if you choose to believe me. I've lived in Los Angeles for 30 years. Try me. You moved here when you were like eight years old? Yes. Where'd you move from? I told you, Chicago. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I forgot. It's been kind of a crazy past couple, oh, I don't know, week for me. So I gathered. So. Spill the beans. Let's Let's go back. You're not going to believe me. It's not woe. It's not a tale of woe. And in fact... If, if I'm getting a little like I'm getting excited and a little loud. People so then the, like, well, the waitress shows up. Hello. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> huh? And uh, and Olivia says, uh, "Just green tea for now, thank you." So she okay disappears. All right, I'm gonna tell you this. So, do you remember the night that I went on Karen and Anatos's show? Yes, Mistress Black's Halloween special. Yes. Do you remember what happened on that show? Uh, you told me about it, yes. And it's been weird ever since, hasn't it? Yeah. Now, she's weird, because she's weird, right? I don't know. I just thought it was an act. What if I told you it's not an act? What if I told you? Just come on! Come on, Sorry, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. (laughs) 
<laughs> no. Uh, what if I? <laughs> it's not an act. He better show up. Wait. All right. <laughs> All right. So she she's kind of listening. She's like, it's not an act that she really likes cheesy horror movies. No. What if I told you that she is an actual vampire? I know you're gonna laugh at me. But like, she is. She drinks human blood. Yes. For sexual reasons? No. This is because she has a disease. So this is me mm-hmm. framing this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She has a disease. Okay. That causes her to need human blood to survive. And not in a transfusion way. She has to ingest it. So then the tea comes. The tea arrives. Uh-huh. Hmm. I can't say that I've ever heard of that disease. It's been something that's been hidden for centuries. So there's a disease that compels you to drink human blood. Yes. And there's a conspiracy to cover up the existence of this disease. Yes. Because if people knew about it... Oh, Lord, give me strength. (laughs) Please, Olivia, you have to believe me. Do you realize what you sound like? What do I sound like? You sound like you're on drugs. I'm not on drugs. You can do you can do a blood test on me. In fact, I want you to do a blood test on me. I want you to draw my blood and have it tested in the lab. In fact, so let, listen to me. Let's say, just please erase the doubts from your mind at this point and let me just frame this for you to see how you, what you think about this. Will you do that? All right. Okay. So she has a disease. She can spread it by biting other people. Like, you know about how vampires do that, right? Sure. She bit me. Okay. Now I have this disease. Now, if this, if this is a disease that I receive from Karen, we're obviously ill. We're obviously ill. I need human blood to survive. So that's when the waitress comes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what can I get for you? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Like like her 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 expression shifts. Mm-hmm. You know, from friendly to the fuck. Like confused. Um. And Olivia says, uh, "Yeah." Um, we're going to need a few more minutes. Thank you. <laughs> so, I have a disease that causes me to do this. In the process of getting, contracting this disease, I find out that there are others like me. There are many others like me. There are others like me who want to cover this up. And there's others who want to fight against that cover up. I know this sounds insane. I know it sounds like I'm on drugs, but test my blood. I want you to test my, I want us to go to a lab right now so you can test my blood to prove that I am not on any drug. Well, ain't no lab going to be open right now. Okay. However, some of the side effects of this, of this, I mean, some of the symptoms of this disease, I cannot be in the sun. I know it sounds crazy. I know you want to laugh at me right now or just leave. But I'm telling you, 
we could take this and I think it would be something that would market me in a way that none of your other clients could market. <laughs> you having a disease would be marketable. Yes. I would be the only, me and Karen both. I don't know, her, her agent's been with her for, cent for centuries, decades. But you would have the only, at least what we know right now, there have to be other kindred. I'm kind of saying partially to myself. There yeah. have to be other kindred who are, who, have, who are actors. There has to be. Kindred? Vampires. That's what they call themselves. Because no one else has this problem except us. So I am saying that we could market this. How famous do people get when they come out and say, I have cancer, I have this disease. So that's what the waitress comes up again. <laughs> <laughs> so so th at this point, um, Olivia just grabs the uh, the sheet with all the rolls on and just goes, here. And like marks like three of them and just hands it to her. <laughs> she walks away really walks quickly. Away. All right, listen. I hear what you're saying. Do you really? I'm granting you what you're saying right now. Assuming you're not blowing smoke up my ass, and that is a big assumption. It's a big ass. <laughs> it's a lot of smoke. Uh -huh. I'm still not seeing what you are selling. Rock Hudson's agent did not make a whole lot of money off of him having the disease. If you know what I mean. I do. But this is a way to basically sell the fact that I have, I, I could, I mean, I'm always going to look like this. I am always going to look like this. Can you imagine the types of deals that you could make to create a series based on my, me? Like, whatever character, whatever series they might create on television, it could go forever. If I'm captivating enough. And I think, based on the ratings of my show, I'm thinking that people like my character. I'm not going to play Todd forever, but I could play something else. And whatever, if my next show, if somebody develops something for me to play forever, you have a constant paycheck. I'm never going to get sick. There have to be certain requirements made for me based on my medical condition. However, other than that, I am I can always work. I can work forever. I'm pretty tireless. Okay. I'm starting to see it. But we have to make create this awareness. Can you imagine like what this would do? Like this would create this awareness about this illness and it would help people ultimately. Hmm. It would help people because one, they'd be aware that there are vampires and two, it would make other vampires feel like they could come out and be vampires and nobody cares. It would reduce the stigma around this disease, which I know you don't really care about doing a good thing, but I think it's a good thing. <laughs> well, no, I care. I mean, raising awareness that's very in right now. That's, you know, definitely adds a, another dimension to your marketability. 
Let me think about it. I'll, uh, I'll call up your producers tomorrow and I'll talk to them. You say you can't go out during the day, huh? I can't, I'm trying to figure out a way that I could, but I don't think I could. And in fact, in terms of this particular show, I don't know if they would want... I mean, I'm still trying to figure that out. This is all new to me. You have to understand. I know a doctor. Uh, I can get him to write up something about how you've developed uh, sensitivity to daylight and medical excuse. Okay. It may not keep you on the show, but it'll keep the... It'll keep your name from getting blacklisted. All right. That's the main thing. All right. I can't guarantee you're going to stay on the show, but I'll see what I can do. All right. And uh, I'll be in touch. I appreciate that. So she's going to take her rolls? Yeah, so at that point the rolls arrive and she's just like, what the hell did I order? <laughs> So, so I'm going to leave him to her. So All I'm going right. to go. Okay. So in that sense, I'm going to go visit Karen now. Because she told me okay. to go and visit her. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go to I'm gonna go to Karen's house. Yep. And um, knock, knock, ding, dong. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, yep. You know, same deal. This time... Um, Carl welcomes you in much more. You don't have, you don't have to barge your way in. <laughs> right, you know, right, like, right. Ah, Aaron, mm-hmm. come in, come in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, always good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Where's Karen? Um, I'm not sure. This is a very big house. <laughs> <laughs> Let yeah. me go find her. All right. Uh, you can you can uh, go to the den. You know where that is now. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go over there. All right. So I'm going to look around the den. Mm-hmm. Is there anything um, stands out that I should know about or no? There's just like some bookshelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, mo- most of the space being taken up with like uh, sort of macabre knickknacks, mm-hmm. you know, gargoyles and crystal skulls and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and a few Sidney Sheldon uh, mm-hmm. novels and, you know <laughs> all right it's a very incongruous mixture yeah, you know yeah. but yeah nothing nothing else you know it's obviously a room for like receiving people so right. there's nothing like personal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right yep uh, this time she only keeps you waiting for about 10 minutes okay that's nice <laughs> shows up in a uh, blood red oh um silk evening gown Mm -hmm. and uh, again very happy to see you Mm -hmm. well Aaron I've been giving it some thought (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little miffed that this vampire community never made any attempt to get in touch with me it's not like I've been hiding away I know I'm also really confused by this but whatever <laughs> I'm ready for you to introduce me. Oh, okay. Well, um, why don't we go tonight? Go where? To the uh, club, the the coffee shop I told you about. Yes, of course. Co- oh, coffee shop. Oh, I don't know if I'm dressed appropriately for a coffee shop. Well, why don't you get changed? All right. Yes. Give me ten minutes. Okay. So thirty minutes later. I was going to say an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> so she returns wearing. Um, Jodhpurs and riding boots, <laughs> what the and fuck? like uh, a, a, a white satin blouse, you know. Um, 
Is, is that... this is this what people wear to coffee shops? No, it's been a while. Yeah, no, I would say not that. Um, a dress would be fine. Oh, like not a fancy dress, just a normal dress. I'm not sure I own any normal dresses. Just a basic black dress and a. It's not very cold out, so. Oh, like like Coco Chanel, a little black dress. Yeah, that's it. I've been meaning to get one. <laughs> All these years later. I saw a feature in Life Magazine talking about it. Oh, I, to I'm one. totally confused at this point. Yeah. All right, just something not like that. Pants and a shirt, or I don't know. She's, she's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go up and see what you have to wear? Uh, okay. Never mind, never mind. You look fine. You look fine. All right, let's just... Are you sure? Well, no. No, I'm not so sure. Yeah, you don't look... You just look a little strange. Like, not... You, I mean, the past couple of times when I first met you, you had, like, regular, like, clothes. Like No, she's always been dressed in, like, kind of slinky and form-fitting dresses. That's fine. No, it could be slinky and form-fitting. Yeah. That's not bad. But the jodhpurs are weird. Okay. We're not going to a stables. They're Carl's, actually, so... Oh, what the... F- <laughs> what? Okay, just find a dress. Find a dress and put it on. <laughs> he used to be a film director in the 20s. Of course he had a pair of jaw Right, right, right. All right, All right. So, so... So shortly she returns in a black evening dress that's a little less, you know, sexy than the red mm-hmm. one she was wearing. Mm-hmm. That's fine. All right. Let's go. All right. So she has a vehicle, right? Or Carl brings Carl? the Cadillac around. Mm-hmm. All right. It's like yeah. full tinted windows. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys clamber in the back, mm-hmm. and uh, off you go. All right. So it's a bit of a drive mm-hmm. into downtown LA. Right. So we're talking. Okay. So, how willing would you be to uh, to announce to the world that you're a vampire? Announce to the world? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know. Wouldn't people try to kill me? I don't think so. <laughs> That doesn't really fill me with confidence. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out ways to continue working. My job is in jeopardy, that's all. Oh, yes. Oh yes, you're on a, you're on a TV show, aren't you? Yes. That would I, be tough. I don't know if it's for very much longer though. Well, I can tell you a thing or two about maintaining an acting career. What? Tell me. Well, you just have to make sure that you get gigs that um correspond to our unique schedule. So I host a midnight movie show right now. Back when I was doing films, I stipulated in my contracts night shoots only. You know, things like that. You may get a reputation as being somewhat difficult, but that actually increases your appeal. Hmm. Gets the gossip mags writing about you. (laughs) You get a feature in uh, Collier's Magazine. (laughs) Collier's! I don't uh, think that exists anymore, Karen. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I think you'll find... uh, the longer you're around, the harder it is to keep these things sorted out. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, I, I, you're probably right. So, yeah, so anyway. Okay, we're here. <laughs> yeah, the final issue was 1957. <laughs> 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 it's like 32 years ago. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, we're here. All right. And you're there. Okay, so I'm looking so... at her. Is she nervous? Do you, does she look nervous? She looks a little nervous, yeah. It's going to be okay. All right. So I put her... I, I, and you could... Ch- I give her my arm. Mm. All right. Yeah. So you get out of the caddy. Christian has mm-hmm. come over to kind of... And then he sees you and he's like, ah, hi there, Aaron. Hi. And he's kind of looking at Karen. He's like, hello. 
So, uh... Does she acknowledge him, or...? Mm-hmm. She's like, good evening. <laughs> so I bring her into the... Mm-hmm. What is it called? Like a taste of L.A.? Taste of L.A. All right. <laughs> you get to taste mm-hmm. all of L.A. Ew. So... Uh, <laughs> no, I don't want to. Uh, no. So, um... So, yeah, you walk in. Uh, there is... It's only, like, 11 at this point. So mm-hmm. there's, there's, uh, music, uh, blaring out from some live band up on the stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and um, the the uh, venue is pretty well attended. There's a lot of people. Oh, wow, okay. A lot of people there. And uh, you know, a few eyes look over at you as you come in. You know, and then all of a sudden, uh, Salvador is right up next next to you. Oh shit! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> decided, I decided he's got a Ricardo Montalban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, Mr. Evans. Hi, Salvador. I'd like you to meet Karen. I know exactly who you've come with. Please, follow me. Oh, shit. So we go. All right. So he leads you around the back of the dance floor area Mm -hmm. to a curtained curtained booth. Mm -hmm. And uh, you all slide in. Mm -hmm. And uh, Crispus is there. Mm. And then another fellow who you've kind of seen in Salvador's general vicinity. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe you know Mr. Attics. Is that Crispus? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, this is my associate, uh, Jesus Ramirez. <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Evans. I have... Uh, mis- uh, Mr. Attics told me about your conversation. Yes. And I'm greatly concerned... Me too. I am concerned for Mrs. Anato or Miss Anatos. I am concerned for you. And now that you are here, I am concerned for us. <laughs> Miss Anatos. I can leave. Miss Anatos has been placed on the red list. This is a list that is published by the running dogs of the Camarilla. She has been targeted for elimination. So what's Karen thinking about all this? If she wasn't already pale, she'd be getting pale. Okay. She's just listening raptly. Uh-huh. I support your objections to this decision. It is manifestly unfair. Miss Anatos, I wish to tender my apologies. You have been a resident of our fair city for many years now, and no one has attempted to contact you. Um, That is unforgivable. We felt that perhaps you were happier in the world that you had made for yourself. I hope you understand. I'm kind of like, I'm truly trying to hold back my scoffing Mm. about this. But you must... You must keep in mind that we are a free conglomeration of kindred. We do not subscribe to any overarching authority figure. And therefore, there was nobody to advocate for introducing you to our community. However, because you are a public figure in the media, you have drawn attention to yourself. And that has, unfortunately, made you a target. 
I fear that police raid on your house was perhaps the first of many attempts on your on your existence. What does she say? She uh, is just listening raptly, and then she says, "Well, that does explain why that happened." I suppose. Hmm. I don't know. I just find it a little hard to believe that I've been living this existence for 60 years now, and I'm only just finding this out. Yeah, I agree. This is really weird. I think as much as you might proclaim to be this free standing thing, I just think that this whole thing is just really strange. Why wouldn't they, why wouldn't any of your people, many people in your community have some type of a, a way to just show that you exist so that people are aware that you exist. They don't have to believe in what you believe in, but you could just tell them like, we know you exist and you should know we exist. This is a perennial question and it is one that even us anarchs shy away from. Mm-hmm. For it brings with it a um, um, the possibility of our own mass destruction. In what way? Once upon a time, back in the Middle Ages, our kind our kind made a lot of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Our kind lived openly, as you advocate. That backfired tremendously. How? The things which the mortals call the Inquisition and the witch hunts were merely masks for a near genocide of the kindred. What makes you think that that would still happen today? Like, I have a feeling that people are much more evolved. You were recently immortal. Tell me, if you suddenly found out that there were blood-sucking predators living amongst you, that you had no way of knowing who they were, that they were preying upon you and had been for centuries, how would that have made you feel? Would you have been openly accepting of it? Would you have said, oh, well, bygones are bygones? What if you frame it differently? What if you frame the conversation differently? I didn't choose to be this way. This is a disease as far as I'm concerned. And if I frame it as such, people might be more understanding that I'm sick and that we're all sick and that we have to do things in order to stay alive. And those things aren't always good, but if we can figure out a way to create a way to embrace our illness. What if we reframe the conversation? I cannot argue with your points. However, you have to understand that there are forces in this world far more powerful than you or I. There are creatures kindred so far removed from their own humanity that they have forgotten what it is like to be human. We call them the antediluvians. 
Yes. As in before the flood. We don't know where they are. We don't know what they do. But they pull the strings. They control our society and the greater society. Well, as it is not up to you to frame the conversation. They will frame the conversation for you. And they would just as rather not have the conversation. I think this conversation is going to happen whether they like it or not. And if that means the end of me, I have nothing to live for anyway. You are a true anarch. <laughs> I like your gumption. I like gumption. your spirit. Gumption. <laughs> I like your cojones. Uh-oh. Well, not in that way. Although sometimes. But not, not for a while now. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Let me just say. Anyway. <laughs> Listen. I believe Mr. Attucks told you that there is a rant coming up. Please bring Miss Anatos and yourself and your argument and present it at the rant. Tell everyone your position. We will be aligning ourselves against some powerful enemies, but perhaps it will be worth it. Until then, do me a favor, lie low. I have a haven that you and Miss Anatos can stay in. Oh. And so I turn to Karen, like, is that okay? Oh, but... Very well. You can tell she's kind of like, I wanted to go back to my mansion. I know. <laughs> well, if it's only for a few days. Yeah, it'll be about a week. Well, we're on a shooting break right now anyway, so... Alright. Mr. Evans, I think you are relatively safe at this point. Certainly, you are safe amongst us here. You may continue going about your day-to-day, if you wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Miss Anatos, I would strongly urge you to keep a low profile. So she has to stay with them. Mm-hmm. Karen, I can bring you, like, a bag of your things if you want. Um, maybe a couple changes of clothes. so I want you to make me a list of things that Mm -hmm. she wants. Yeah. It's like two things of luggage. Yeah, pretty much. For like a week. Yeah, like a steamer trunk. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, she gives you this really long list. Yeah. Oh. Oh, great. All right, Carl will know where all these things are, right? Of course, just give this to Carl and he'll take care of it. Okay, and then I'll bring it back to here and someone can transport it to you. Very good. Okay. Very good. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, you basically spend the rest of the evening... Taking care of that. Okay. Oops, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> All right. And so now you have this plan mm-hmm. that Derek is going to escort you to the soundstage tomorrow? I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know at this point. All right. Does Olivia... So I go back to my apartment. Yes. Is is there any call from Olivia? There is a message from Olivia. What is she saying? Uh, this is back before you could get a message machine that would tell you what time the call came. But, you know, it's just a little cassette. Mm-hmm. But it's from Olivia. She says, uh, just show up on set tomorrow if you can. I told them that you've got this condition that makes you photosensitive and that you may or may not be in. 
Okay. So I'm going to leave it up to you. I'll just say that if you can show up, that would help your cause. But if you can't, uh, I've kind of arranged it for you. But you're not going to be able to keep them on the hook for too long. All right. So I'm going to try it again. Okay. All right. But this time I'm going to go... I'm going to get a bigger umbrella. <laughs> I know it sounds... Well, Derek will go get one Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so... But I'm in a stupor. Like you said, I was in a stupor. Yeah. So what's that all about? Well, it's because you're not meant to be up during the day. Okay. So you have to like... I have to figure you out... You have to battle your way to wakefulness, basically. Okay. Because that did not go well. Yes. No. No, well, so it really spiraled it, out of control. What time is it by the time I get home? Um, we'll say like maybe an hour before sun up. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I've been up all night. Well, yeah, of course. That's normal. <sighs> so how am I going to do this? I mean, I, they don't even have a script for me, probably. Probably not. They'd have to write you in. I'm going to go anyway. I'm going to try to go anyway. I'm trying this again. Okay. Now, the thing is, is that if you stay awake... Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. He's, st- he's not gonna. He doesn't have to like try and slap you awake. Right. No, I'm gonna stay so awake. So you're just gonna make your humanity roll this time. Okay. So it's seven dice. Mm. Difficulty eight, or whatever your humanity is. I think it's seven. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Difficulty eight. Uh no. Okay. Any ones? Yep. So you botched? Yeah. Man. Talking about fates conspiring against you. Okay. So, uh, so Derek, you know, he's like, all right, dude, I've got, I've got figured out. I went to, I went to thrifty and I got like a pretty good umbrella. You know, it's like, we're going into winter. So they got all their umbrellas out. Uh I got like the biggest one they had. All right. You know, this is like, this is called like, um, Mr. Parasol, so I think that's pretty good. And um, and then so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna so he's like going through the things, and you're sitting on the shredded futon, and as he's talking to you, you're like uh, falling asleep. Uh, you know, like you can see the the light the uh, sky outside the window through your vertical blinds is like getting lighter, mm. and you're just like, Ugh. and you're like, Ugh. and you just basically like get up without even really thinking about it. You just get up, shoulder past him, go into your closet, and shut the door. No, no. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, you botched. This. So it says a botch. So, okay, so I can tell... Can I say one thing? Of course, of course. Call Olivia and tell her I'm too sick to go. All right. So he kind of, like, the drops the parasol down and decides, like, all right. We got to start earlier. We got to start earlier. All right, man. All Call right. Olivia. Okay. Just pass out. Yeah. So, yeah, it says a botch means a vampire falls into deep sleep and will not awaken until sundown. Okay. All right, so lose another blood point. Oh, I gotta go feed or something. <laughs> All right. All right. So it is Tuesday night. So I already transported Karen's things to her, right? Karen is all set. She's secreted away somewhere. You don't even know where she is. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Well, um, here we are. I gotta get. I gotta eat. Hmm. Why do I do that? <laughs> what you gonna do? I don't know. Um, I don't want to prey on people that are weak. 
I'd rather prey on people that are strong if I'm gonna prey on anybody. So you're living in Encino. So you're very close to a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of population centers. Well, I guess I could just go to a club and pick up somebody and Mm-hmm. But then I saw what Karen did was licking the wound mm-hmm. after she made it. Yep. But then there were people who willingly wanted to get their blood sucked. True, true. But I don't know where those places are. Right. Can I call up the Taste of L.A.? <laughs> Um, Do they have a phone? They, they're not listed, no. All right, so <laughs> I guess I'll go back there and go to Alexis and be like, how do I... Are there clubs of people who want to get their blood sucked? Because that would seem pretty easy for me. So no, she... I won't, I won't do that. No? Okay. Because I bet she's just going to scoff at me. Yeah, get the hell out. You get the hell out! Um, let's see. Well, um... Damn, I don't know what to do. I'm thinking that I can, um... Um, basically... Pause. Hmm? Oh. Sorry. Okay, so, um... Still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't want to call Lex. and be like, Mommy, how do I eat blood? It's <laughs> dumb. Right. How do I eat blood? <laughs> I don't really have a blood burger. <laughs> um, but I need to feed, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to go to my coyote friend. Ah, coyote friend, yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm going to find him. Okay. Summon him. Yep. He, he appears uh, very shortly after you step out on the sidewalk. It's as if he's watching you from the shadows. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look at him. I'm going to think, say, mm-hmm. help me find something to eat. Okay. Give me <laughs> a manipulation plus animal ken. Okay. Roll. At what? Uh, difficulty seven. <laughs> Two. Great. All right, he seems to understand, and he lopes off into the darkness. I follow him. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I want him to help me. I don't want him Mm -hmm. to bring me something. Oh, okay. I said, help me find something to eat. Find something to eat. Okay. So he lopes off into the darkness, and you follow him. Mm -hmm. And, hmm, let's see here. Um... (laughs) Okay. All right. So, uh, so basically, he he leads you uh, through the sort of back streets of Encino mm-hmm. uh, down towards Ventura Boulevard mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. and um, you can see uh, that there's you know a fair amount of people out on the sidewalks and stuff, mm-hmm. and he just kind of sits down and looks at you, and then looks at the Ventura Boulevard. Damn. So I look at him again, and I'm thinking, like, how do you know who to pick? He's a hunter. Mm-hmm. He knows. Yeah. 
Uh, give me a wits plus subterfuge roll. <laughs> or streetwise. Three. Streetwise or subterfuge. Mm, it's, okay, yeah. Six. Okay. Out of what? Uh, let's make this difficulty six. Six? Yeah. Two. Okay. Uh, well, you kind of figure it out. You know, like you want to pick somebody who um, is maybe not going to be missed too much, you know. Um, it just seems wrong. Well, you don't have to kill him. But yeah. at the same time, you never know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you see a prostitute. No. Walk in the sidewalk. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, you can give me, uh, let's see, how about Wits plus Animal Ken? Okay. At what? Uh, difficulty 7. Do you realize why I don't like that idea? Mm-hmm. I do. I just think that's so stereotypical. I and know. I want to do something different. Of course. It's up to you. What is it again? 7. All right. Uh, I made one success at an eight. All right. You see a raccoon rooting through a dumpster. Is this because this is what the world's saying? Yes. Well, here's the thing. I'm just saying you can go after anyone you want, but what these roles represent is you picking out a suitable target, i.e. somebody that you can basically accost who nobody's going to care about. Right. You know, you go and accost a police officer. I'm not going to accost a police officer. Or some suburbanite. No. You know, and they will possibly, you know, rat you out or get you into trouble, you know. Do you think, I mean, uh, this is tough. Uh Uh-huh. A raccoon. I'm not going to eat a raccoon because the cat didn't go very well. Yeah. It wasn't very tasty. No. And I'm, I'm really, really hungry. <laughs> um. Yes, indeed. It's uh, seven minus your self-control is your sort of threshold to be considered hungry. Seven uh, minus my self And your self-control is two. What? So <laughs> if you have five or fewer blood points in your system, you are considered to be hungry. I'm really hungry. So you're pretty hungry, yeah. You're at two blood points. Alright. I need a human. I can't. <laughs> I, I have to do this. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna feel so bad. I'm already guilt racked. Mm-hmm. I'm already very guilt racked. It's in my I know you are. That's a whole other issue. So what is guilt racked like? What does that affect? How does that affect me? Let's see here. Guilt racked. Mm, let's see. Alright, so you're feeling guilty. And I think that's going to like, well, here we go. You simply cannot come to grips with the fact that you must drink blood to survive. So, hey, well done. You suffer horrible guilt over each time you feed. Roll conscience, difficulty seven, or else frenzy every time you feed. Characters with the conviction virtue cannot take this flaw and try to avoid doing so as much as possible. That means that you rarely have much blood in your system, leaving you vulnerable to both attacks and hunger-based frenzies. 
So there you go. All right. Well, um, let me see. Let me think. Okay. Think, 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 think. All right. So I think I'm just going to go for the prostitute. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drink all of her blood. Well, you're gonna try not to drink all I'm of her blood. I really try hard, but I'm starving. Okay. I feel so bad. This yes, is really, indeed. really bad. All right. So um, you are hungry. You are hangry, if you will, mm-hmm. and you have a guilt complex, I or do. you're guilt racked. Mm-hmm. So there's actually two chances that you might frenzy on this. So, first thing I'm going to need from you is an appearance plus streetwise roll, please. And we'll call that difficulty six. Four. All right, so you managed to attract her attention and well, get her guard down, looking. of course, and charming, and get her guard down enough that she kind of comes in off the main boulevard mm-hmm. and is talking to you in in a little alcove mm-hmm. area. Um, you know, it's like kind of a kind of a um, abandoned storefront with an old awning stained mm-hmm. with you know algae and mold and sun mm-hmm. sun bleaching. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's. There's no lights in that area, you mm-hmm. know, so it's dark enough, and it's around the corner, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. All right, so you move in, sink your fangs into her neck. I'm not, I'm not, like, super strong, am I? I don't know. What's your strength? Three. Oh, yeah, you're pretty You're pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Average is two. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, you're, you know, you work out. Um, <laughs> I lift. You lift. So yeah, you pull her in, you uh, mm-hmm. you bite down. She very quickly stops resisting. And Why? Because it feels just as good for her as it oh, does for it? you. Mm-hmm. Oh, does it? It has a soporific effect. Oh shit! That's mm. even. Well, then why am I so guilty? <laughs> so well, first we'll need a self control roll. Oh no! Mm-hmm. No! <laughs> I don't know what. Just Seven. in general. Yep. Oh, ten. Nice. Ten and seven. Wow, okay. So Oh thank God. So your hangriness that lucked out so bad. Your hangriness is is uh, controlled, but okay. we now need a conscience roll. Okay. And that's difficulty seven as well. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. I see a one. One. Only one. Oh, yeah. Whew. Alright, so you can take as many blood points from her as you wish. Mm. Okay. Wait, I don't want to kill her. No, you don't. Um, so, let's see here. But yeah, because you've maintained your self-control, you can you can decide when to stop, basically. But do I... Wait, what does that mean? Like, I, well, I, I can stop myself. You can stop yourself. But do I know when to stop? That's ah. the thing. Well, I'll, yes, you are. You're, you're still in your own mind. But do I know when to stop? Like, what her limit is? Like, how An do I know? average human has ten blood points. I'm aware. That's uh-huh. pints. Yeah. So, just think of a blood point as a pint. How many pints would you want to take from somebody? Three? All right. So, give yourself three blood points. 
That's all I can do in good conscience. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. And so you leave her. Ooh. Uh, oh, and, and you're going to do the licking thing, yeah. too? So, yeah. Sure enough, you lick the puncture wounds. I want to see if it works. And it, they close. Cool. She looks pale. Yeah, I'm sure she's pretty uh, and pale. And she's kind of like, oh. So, I don't know if you want to give her any money or anything. I'm going to ask the... Yeah, I'm going to give her some money. Okay. But I'm going to get the coyote... Um, Never mind. Never mind. Okay. All right. Coyote is there. He's just watching. Yeah. Stay away from her. I say to the coyote. He just blinks at you. Yeah. So you 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 put some money into her hand and she sort of weaves her way oh, off I don't down even, the sidewalk. I think she would faint. I think she would. She, faint. Well, she's sort of putting her hand against the wall. Yeah. She's very tough. Okay. You know. Well. She's tough, but she's she's looking for a place to go lie down, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but she's bracing her hand against against the brick. Of mm-hmm. the storefront as she right. as she kind of stumbles down the sidewalk. Well, that didn't go too badly. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Just traumatizes this person for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I'm going to find another one. Oh, yeah? Okay. I'm going to try my luck again. All right. How do you want to go about it? Well, same thing what I just did. Wits plus streetwise? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm... No. Nobody's no, picking up what I'm putting down. No botch. Nope. Yeah, everyone's traveling in groups okay. or pairs. All right. So. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine. You'll be fine. You're good. You're oh, up, God, you're I can't, I can't imagine if threshold. I... Yeah, but I can't imagine what I'd be if I was at my maximum fed level. I had, <laughs> I've been starving for since I was born, basically. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so, this is like the first time you're actually feeling somewhat faded. Somewhat okay. Yeah, yeah. But not much. Yeah, just barely. It's all gone. Hold on, coyote dog. Oh. No. All right. So, uh, very good. So, uh, yeah, you're you're all fed up. What was your next item on your agenda? Um, what was my item? What time is it? Oh, it's still early. I'm gonna try to go to sleep. At night. Yeah. Okay. And the hope that it might help you wake up in the morning. That's right. I like. I'm trying to do all the things I think are right. Okay. I ate something. <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep <laughs> so I can get up. Right. All right. You return to the apartment. Yeah. You head into the closet. Mm-hmm. You sort of will yourself to go to sleep. I have an alarm. I, it didn't do you any good last time. I'm gonna try it again. All I'm right. deluding myself. I know. I know. I know. Saying that to you as a player. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm aware. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, the roll to wake up. Uh, What was that? That was. You know, if you want, you could spend a willpower point to wake up automatically. Oh. Why didn't you tell me that? It just occurred to me. Willpower is kind of a flexible thing. So you can always say, oh, can I spend a willpower to do blah? You know, feel free to throw that out there. Well, that would have been good to know when I failed miserably. Oh, but come on. That was comedy gold. That was amazing. Comedy gold. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to spend a willpower, you can spend a willpower to, uh, to do um, that. Yes, I'm going to. Okay. Very good. So then we'll need that humanity roll. Mm. So I'm going to have to 
basically humanity it up. Yes. Roll that humanity. Pool. All right. I'm, I'm down to one humanity or one willpower. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you shouldn't be mark. You shouldn't be erasing. Just use those boxes oh, to mark it off. Because that's your maximum it. willpower. <laughs> All right. Can I increase my willpower? Ever? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, it costs you the, your current rating to increase it by one point. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you do get willpower back. You didn't give it back to me during the session. I know. From last time. I know. <laughs> I put it there. <laughs> I put it there. All okay. right. So. Yep. Seven. Seven. What am I rolling against? Oh, uh, seven. I fail. I botch it. Are you serious? Yes. Holy. I've been rolling horribly. Or wonderfully. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, all right. <laughs> How do I put this? <laughs> all right. So no, you, you botched it. So you're, you basically, uh, sleep through, you just yeah. sleep through the day. Yeah. Damn. I wake up. I'm like, <gasps> huh? I hope oh, that, I'm like, but I don't know until I go out. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Derek, let's go. Yeah, and like then... you, you see your digital clock and it says six fifteen. You're like, yes, yeah, I did yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh -huh. then you're like, wait a minute. I already woke up at six fifteen. Oh, it oh. says six fifteen PM. Shit. So I come out of the closet all, uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> all sad. Yeah. Like, shit. Lose a blood point, please. What? Wait. <laughs> all right. I don't like my life right now. This, this does... <laughs> no, this does feel like a disease. Yeah. You, yeah. There's it's an illness. A certain allegorical element here at mm -hmm. play. All right. Well, uh, you'll be happy to know that it's your one week anniversary of being a vampire, so... Happy anniversary. What a week it's been. All right, so plans for the evening. I gotta build up my blood points. Okay. I'm gonna go back to Taste of LA. Okay. Actually, no. Does is Olivia called? No. I'm gonna call her. Okay. Uh, phone rings, mm -hmm. you know, a dozen times, goes to uh, answering yeah. service. Olivia, I you said you were gonna think about this. And I haven't heard from you. I know that's really rich for me to say that. <laughs> but I just want you to know I'm still serious. And um, I have not been well. I'm. This has only been... been only dealing with this for a week. So I really don't know what my limits are. So hopefully, please call me back. Bye. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is Derek there? Mm -hmm. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yep. I'm sorry about the job situation right now. Just getting out there and pounding the pavement, you know? Yeah, but I mean, like, I off I basically gave you a job, and now I can't even get my ass to work. Like, Sorry, bro. You said it's yourself. You're sick. Oh, you were listening to my phone conversation with Louie? <laughs> well, all right. Um, I would well, say... You suggest you, he was the first one you ran that theory by, too. Right. Yeah. Right, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm going to go to this club. I think you'd really dig it, but it's for vampires only. <laughs> Vampires only. Oh. And I think you would, but I think you'd get in. You'd be really like it. But anyway, that's where I'm gonna be. All right. Well, take it easy, bro. All right. I'm 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 out of here. So I'm gonna go to yep. Taste of LA. I'm just saying that because I realize like I want to invite him because I feel pretty lonely. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I shouldn't bring a human to a vampire club. <laughs>
No, it's... it's well, like, yeah, we all know how that turns out. Yeah, it's not good. You should come to our vampire party. <laughs> 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 all right, so um, go to Taste of L.A. Mm-hmm. My stink-ass suit. Tasticular L.A. And, uh, yeah, the suit that you've been wearing for, like, five days now, or five nights. No, no, no. I mean, I've I've been cleaning it and stuff. All right. All right. 24-hour martinizers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I sit there just waiting my boxers and... <laughs> you have you have a closet full of clothes. I mean, you can... <laughs> no, no, I'm not wearing my suit. Um, I just... Thought that would be funny. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm wearing my normal clothes. Okay. All right. So back to taste. Yeah. And um, what you doing there? Hanging out. I'm gonna have Hanging some blood. Out. Mm-hmm. Please. So um, unless you have any greater ideas, actually, no, I've got something. Wait, for no, you. but I drink some blood, so I get. Yes. Get One. your blood pool back. Yeah. One. So, I mentioned before there are a bunch of newspapers and magazines. Mm-hmm. You notice a recent copy of Soap Opera Digest has been left out. Oh, no! Oh, my, my career! <laughs> God damn it! All right, I'm going to look at it. I can't resist. All right. So, one of the smaller headlines on the cover is um, uh, Todd, missing or dead? An invitation to love. All right, I'm gonna call Olivia. I'm gonna go to the payphone. Uh huh. And then I'm gonna call her up. Yep. Does she not? She doesn't answer the phone. No. Nope. Olivia, this is Aaron. I just saw the cover of Soap Opera Digest. What the hell? I need to get back on that show. We need to move on this like mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. I hope you're okay. Bye. Click. Click. All right. So I'm just like, oh, like you reach. Want to read the article. Yes. <laughs> So apparently, yes, on Monday's show, it was revealed that Todd, um, you know, disappeared on a snowmobiling trip up in the mountains. <laughs> no. And, uh, and, you know, it's like, oh, is he gone? Is he missing? Is he dead? You know, we don't so, know. right. So the article is actually like writing on the assumption that the writers are kind of teasing the audience. Yeah. You know, like, oh, everyone loves know. Todd. Right, exactly. Like, he was just introduced like a couple months ago. Like, they're not oh. going to write him off the show right away. So obviously the tone of the article is kind of like, you know, mm. you know, is he dead? Wink, wink, you know, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So obviously you have been written off the show temporarily, temporarily. but not in a, not in a, in an intractable way or irrevocable way. Okay. But I would like to hear from Olivia because I'm sure she had a part to play in that. Indeed. Oh, shit. I hope she's okay. Uh-huh. No, don't say it like that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah. So, um, now that you've kind of got a little pattern going on here. Which I don't like. No. I don't like my life. It's, it's, not, it's not great. Thanks, the... Karen. Why am I trying to save her again? I don't I'm know. I'm thinking all these things. Because you know, drinking... you're strangely uh, bound to her. <sighs> As I'm drinking my mug of lukewarm yeah. blood. Yeah. I'm thinking, the, uh... I'm thinking, like, I need to get another... I need some more human blood. Like, <laughs> I need human blood. I need some, like, live, some fresh blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, now that you've, you know, now that you've had the good stuff, this Taste of L.A. stuff is not, uh, not great. Yeah. You know. Not great. So... Um, but yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, 
Anyway, but now that you've got a little bit of a of a pattern, a, a routine, going, a yeah. routine, yeah. The the rant is in four days. Okay. The shooting the shooting week is over. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless there was anything else you wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, I can't think of anything else. Like yeah. I'm thinking, like I mean, just, ma- you're just kind of waiting to hear back from Olivia. And... <sighs> yeah, I mean, I want to maybe feed again, but I'm feeling weird about it. Uh-huh. Like I don't like it. Yeah. But it was really easy to do. <laughs> That's what's freaking me out, too. Yeah. Do you want to talk to anybody about it, or? Yeah. Is there, is that Christmas around? Um, no. yes, he oh, is, he is, actually. Oh, okay, I want an update on Karen. How's Karen doing? Uh, she's doing fine. Okay. We've got her at one of, uh, Salvador's havens. Good. Well, that's good. I, I'm not sure why I'm trying to save her anyway, but... Mm. So here we go. First drink of another vampire's blood. The drinker begins to experience intermittent but strong feelings about the vampire. She may dream of him or find herself coincidentally frequenting places where she where he might show up. There is no mechanical effect at the stage, but it should be role-played. All childhood have this level of bond towards their sires for the embrace itself forces one to drink. And that. So did I... I don't know if I played that pretty good. Oh, you're, you're, you're right on. Right on target. All right. So, okay. You're good. Anyway. Yeah. So. So, yeah, you're concerned so, about her even though you don't know why. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to make sense of this. It's been a week since. Everything happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to him. Yeah. Talking to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I don't understand why or how I'm supposed to like eat from people. It's, um, it's a, it's a, it's a thing that has its own set of rules. Like what? Well, there's no hunting within a four block radius of this place. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be aware that the places you hunt, um, can be claimed by others. Oh. Uh, both in terms of, <laughs> Oops. you know, people don't want a lot of kindred coming in and tapping their available pool, if you will. How do you know, like, who's living around you? It's mm, a good question. You're where, exactly? I'm in Encino. There's not a lot of people out. There's not a lot of kindred out there. Why not? Well, because it's kind of hard to hunt out there. Yeah. You know, it's just a bunch of tracked houses and, you know, the best places to hunt are, like, places around here, you know, spots where... Somebody dies, they won't really be missed. Or clubs, parties, mm-hmm. places where people get inebriated. Well, doesn't that affect the beer blood? Like, do you mm. get a? It does. Yeah. If you if you feed on somebody who's on something, you feel it too. So some kindred really get off on it. Hmm. Mm. But. Um, yeah, you know, clubs are usually a safe bet. Um, you know, club zombie. What's that? Place. Oh, I've yeah. never been there. It's Baron 48th Club. Oh, shit. 
All right, so you get a little like mischievous, like hmm, <laughs> thinking about wanting to go. <laughs> Have you been there? I go there sometimes. It's I don't know. I don't much care for uh, that kind of scene. It's very loud. Mm-hmm. I come from a time when you know things were a little more quiet. What time did you come from? Um, I yeah. you don't have to tell me. It's okay. yeah. It's it's let's just say it's been a while. I don't know what that means. <laughs> anyway, I'm like a week old. You're probably like way older than that. No. Do you remember being a week old? I do. What was that like for you? It seems like another lifetime. Hmm. You've managed to stay alive this whole time. That I have. Well, anyways. Well, what do you feed on? Is that rude? Should I not ask people that? No, that's okay. I, um, well, I mostly get my blood from, uh, what they call blood dolls. What are those? Folks who, uh, mortals who don't mind being fed on. Where do you find them? Um, any, uh, any kindred worth of salt's gonna have a few. Living with him. Living with him? Mm. You may remember 48. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Karen, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, it's just as pleasurable for them as it is for us, so there are people who just don't mind it. You know, in fact, they get off on it. Hmm. Where could I find one of them? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, an ability called Herd, which you can buy with your experience points. Of which I have none. Thanks, Christmas. <laughs> um, hmm. Where I could create, like, my own little Herd. That's it. Yeah, you, if, you, if you spent a dot on Herd, it would uh-huh. give you... You know, an automatic, like, basically it's just... Herd is a dot? I don't see it on here. Right, because you haven't acquired it. It's, oh, is it it's discipline? A oh, it's a background. It's a background. Okay. Yeah, all so... Right. Okay. Whatever that costs. Two all points right. or three points. All right, all right, all right, all right, all yeah. right. So... Well, interesting. But I could probably get one without Herd, right? Well, if you know the right people. <sighs> I don't think I know the right people, Crispus. Yeah. This is really new to me. But there are probably blood dolls hanging out at uh, Fortier's club, right? Oh, yes. It's a mix of kindred and mortals. All right, I'm going to go check it out tonight. What time okay. is it? Oh, you got time. Okay, I'm going to go check it out. All right. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, I think that might actually be a good place Breaking to point? wrap it up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, because I think things are going to start accelerating. Getting crazy. Yeah, so. Okay. All right. That's all good. Oh, that's not a good note to leave on. Oh my God, with that, sorry. I'm that sorry. Thing. I apologize. <laughs> so we'll leave it with Aaron contemplating. Well, we'll leave it with Aaron heading out for Club Zombie. Christmas gives you directions uh-huh. uh, on where it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it is. Um, actually, let's see. Where the hell is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's within, mm-hmm. you know, striking distance. It's not four miles. It's not four blocks <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's actually on Sunset Boulevard, so oh, okay, it's just cool. a little, yeah, a little forty-five way. minute drive or so what? by surface. Well, by surface streets. No, from like, downtown LA to Hollywood. No, thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. All right, fine. 
30 minute drive. Mm-hmm. And, Especially if it's uh, really late at night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So and the eighties. Um, and the eighties. Less yes, people. So. Yes. Uh, so yeah, actually, you uh, you arrive. We'll leave it with you arriving mm, at uh, at Club Zombie. I can feel the music like <laughs> on the sidewalk. <laughs> There's a line of people outside. The the bricks have been painted black. You know, and then there's like this um, steel sign with the with the letters cut out of it, spelling Club Zombie, above the door. Uh-huh. And then the doorman is dressed as a mortician. Oh my god! Yeah, like this black pinstripe. Do I really suit. have to wait in line? Um, as you're kind of standing there, he's looking at you, mm-hmm. and he motions you over. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's got a little uh-huh. podium next to him, and from the shelf he. Takes a little stamp. So give me your hand. Stamps your hand uh-huh. with like a skull and crossbones uh-huh. uh, stamp, and, okay. then he, and then he lifts the velvet rope and motions you in. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. And so you walk in, and it's like, yeah, you walk in out onto this, you know, kind of iron catwalk yeah. that looks down onto the dance floor, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's a club. You know, mm-hmm. the, the music is just like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Blow, practically blowing the speakers out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bar along a whole wall with like a mirrored background and lights and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the place is just packed with mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. dancing, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll leave it off there. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. <laughs> we'll call this session Free Fallen. Yep. <laughs> Jeez.